What's up and welcome to episode 32 of How Not to Summon a Podcast. As always, I'm Shini Senpai and this week I'm joined by the man with more chest hair than the Spiral King, Jim. It's basically a rug. And that guy who's always digging, Grayson. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Scooby Gang? And this week we are finishing from episode 9 to 15 of Gurren Lagann. Do the impossible, see the invisible. Row, row, fight the power, touch the untouchable, break the unbreakable. Row, row, fight the power, power to the peeps, power for the dreams, still missing peace, scattering so incomplete. With me that once incredible soldier from underground, see how easy they all fall down. Digging through the court to see the light, let's get out of here, babe. That's the way to survive, y'all top off the head, I'm on the set. Do the impossible, don't you want to bet, cause a lot of things change, we be waiting in vain. If you want to get by, no pain, no gain, wow, Vickers want to test me again. So before we dive into the thrilling second part of Gurren Lagann, bit of an update on numbers. We are edging ever so close, if not already there when they, by the time this comes out, to 2,000 downloads. Half of us are already edging. <laughs> to, said, he just sees the number two and he's like, oh, I relate to that. <laughs> so yeah, we're nearly at 2,000 downloads. Unbelievable. Thank you very much for... All of us here, it's been amazing. We cannot believe how much this has actually gone. A thousand took ages. I say ages. A thousand took a, what we thought a long time. We wanted a thousand in a year. Yeah, that's, we ended this up with is it. A thousand in like, what, four months? Yeah. And, and then we've doubled it in another two. six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy the amount this has taken off. We, we, like Jay and Jim has already said, we can't thank everybody enough for the support. We're getting reviews rolling in now, you know, and keep please them keep fucking them coming. coming. Yeah. Any platform, don't worry about it. And engage with us. We really, really, really want to hear from all you guys. We want to hear just like your favorite moments, your favorite quotes that we do, because there's a we lot do of them. We love a good quote. We love a good quote. And just, just leave us some feedback, because we'd love to hear it, and we'll answer back. Oh, we love, a good, we love a good chat. Yeah. Um, talking about the uh, reviews and that, those two that we've had so far were amazing. And thank you for those. I think we've had um, two Chris. two on Apple Podcasts and then we've had another two come through, yeah. I think, as Chris well. Chris from, from the uh, Weeb Cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. saw that as well on Twitter. Uh, thank Cheers, you for Brett. that. Yeah, which is uh, which points us to the support that we're getting from the podcast community as well. Again, we've said it numerous times, but the support from the podcast community is massive, and Incredible. it's it is. and it's so helpful that there's this network of people that all work together. You know, we're so thankful to have all of your support and the fact that you're so welcoming as well and want us to come across. We are going to try and do some bits and pieces on other people's podcasts. I mean, there's a few lined up. We're going to have a, a few lined as up. Well. We're, we're we're shipping off abroad. We're checking some dates and we're going to make some appearances. So the British Empire is back on the move, boys. <laughs> Prepare yourself. Bitch. Light the lanterns. <laughs> mm, <yes>. Ring the bells. <laughs> the British are coming. Speaking of us doing so well, um, we are thinking about doing a giveaway. Yeah. Finally, right? Yeah, we think it's about time with all the sort of support that we're getting. Um, we Obviously, we want more engagement, but we're going to do a giveaway as a sort of you thank you to everybody. about time. This was supposed to be for a thousand downloads. This was. Let's be yeah. honest with our audience. Yeah, this was supposed we, to be for a thousand, and we fucking blew past it. Yeah, <laughs> this is it. Well, I mean, we weren't thinking of doing a giveaway until we'd finished our one year and we got our little thousand downloads. Yep. And you know, we were going to support those few well, fans we, that we thought we'd have. The dedicated few. We, we got to a thousand and we went. 
all right, lads, we've got a bit of time here. What are we going to do? And then literally last week we were it's like... 1,200. Like, yeah, twelve hundred. We were something. like, "Where'd that come from?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were at a thousand, and then we hit thirteen hundred like two weeks later, and we were like, uh, <laughs> "We can't do the giveaway for a thousand yeah. now. We're too far gone." Well, we've reached one thousand five hundred and seventy-two. It's about time we did it. Doesn't <laughs> sound right, does it? You got to get a nice round number. Yeah. So we're coming up to two thousand now, and we thought, "Do you know what? We've got some sort of following now that we can actually start doing a giveaway for." I'll let Sheenie really I go did into start it. a hashtag as well. Did you? Yeah. Did summoning you? Boys. Ha- mm. On Twitter, if you hashtag the Summoning Boys, I search it every day. Make that a hashtag, people. We want to see in that Twitter trending <laughs> top <luck>. 10. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> You're competing with tits and ass. You fucking. You go. <laughs> I'm always sitting with a tit and some ass. Well. <laughs> so, from the release of this episode. We're asking everybody and anybody out there that likes to listen to us to fire off their favourite quote or conversation or anything like that from any of our episodes. Give us those. We, we always love to listen to what you guys actually really enjoy. Yeah, just your favourite reference from an episode. And we'll pick out the best one and we're going to give you a one-of-a-kind t-shirt with our logo on it simply because we are thinking of changing it. Only a little so, bit. We're just going to change the chibis a just, bit. So this will be a one-off original logo. Limited edition. Limited edition. <laughs> Very limited. <laughs> There's only going to be four, and we're going to own three of them. Yeah. So you will be part of the elite members list. The elite members list. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get a t-shirt, and also we're going to pick two other runners-up as well, and they're going to get a little little surprise gift, as well. A, a little gift package. We'll give a little bit of shout-outs to guys that we also liked. About yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. We'll, read, we'll kind of read our favourite quotes and who we'll they're from We'll go through pretty much every single one of them. Really, yeah, why know? not? We'll have a fucking giggle. Yeah, that's true. We Memory can, lane. We'll I make mean, an episode of it. I mean, I thought we'd already said that we were going to make an episode of it, of just us yeah. chatting and that, so... Well, that's what I mean, people wanted. I asked on Twitter what he, they wanted. He did they ask. want fucking just us chatting shit for a bit. I did bombard his and Twitter. we love to please. We fucking love chatting shit. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. We're also... Hold on. Early days considering... Well, they're submitting this shit. On Twitter. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, well, actually, <laughs> we don't mind what platform you anywhere. submit it on. You can anywhere. Insta, Twitter, Facebook, or on the our Discord. Discord. Yeah. TikTok? Fucking hell, we're on there. Yeah, we're on TikTok as well. I mean, we haven't done much on it lately. Maybe we're not TikTok. We're waiting on some clips, but... <laughs> Maybe not TikTok. You just don't want him seeing your stupid face. Again. <laughs> So send it through any platform and, um, yeah, we'll get looking at it. Yeah, we'll pick a random one. At... Random. And we're in the early days of... Uh, <laughs> You're such I a fucked myself up there. Fucking hell. <laughs> we're also in the early days of discussing, discussing the launch of perhaps another pod. But uh, we're, very early, we're very You're early days on that. You're blowing your load early. We're Jesus. Very early days on that. This is foreplay. You're like full <laughs> penetration right I wanna, now. I want to tease them. Oh, I see how it is. There's going to be a new one, and here's exactly what it is. Oh, no, I'm not saying what it is. I'm just saying early discussions about a new podcast. Maybe, maybe a fourth member. Maybe. I've got your fourth member right here. <laughs> a mini member. That's Jim. My body pillow will be a great fourth edition. <laughs> I'll chat as much shit as you do. Yeah. Got enough DNA in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there any stories this week? 
Yeah, now we've got the maintenance out of the way. <laughs> Let's uh, get on to the old stories. Grayson, I hear I, you've got an interesting I've one. I've got a good one. Go so on. I work in a petrol station in the UK. This, that's very different to an American petrol station. It's like a full store with a petrol station attached to it. So I had a foreign guy come in, being a very mixed culture island that we are, and he didn't speak much English. He came in and came to the counter at 11 o'clock at night when I was on a late late. Yes. And he came up and was like, you have a, the Gundam? And I was like, the, Gundam? The what? The Gundam? Yes, my mobile. I'm literally suit saying just... it out loud. There's some guy stood behind him who clearly knows what Gundam is and was like pissing himself. He was like, you know when you're about to go... Huh, 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 Did huh, he huh. mean condom? He meant condom. Ah. I didn't know this, right? So <laughs> I kind I, of understand. I went... Yeah. Gundam. I mean, you suit up either way. Gun- Gundam. <laughs> suit right. up either but way. But I didn't get this. And th- I went, Gundam. And he went, yeah, Gundam. Uh, Gundam. And he got really confused and was getting quite, and not annoyed. The but man impatient. was fucking horny. Right. He's quite impatient. Get him his Gundam. And he went, you know, Gundam. For the jiggy jiggy. <laughs> <laughs> And he did this little kind of dancey motion with it whilst thrusting. And I was like, you can't do that in a store. I cried. The guy behind him fucking cried. 11 o'clock at night. The man was desperate. <laughs> he was caught short. You're not for the jiggy jiggy. Grayson could see he was like right over the counter. The guy's standing there. He's pitching a tent and you don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I fucking died. That was it. The next hour and a half flew by. Me Did you just get him going, a Gundam? <laughs> yeah, I, I got him his Gundam. <laughs> he, he suited, suited him up. up for him. He suited him up and booted him. <laughs> he had a great time, I imagine. <laughs> you imagine. <laughs> well, the cameras only go so far out of the store, right? <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> I fucking died. Oh, cracking. I fucking though. died. <laughs> Genie, you got one? I have been throwing myself into watching anime. That is Fair literally enough. it. We're shocked by that. Well, I, I have started a new one called So What If I'm a Spider? Uh, a bit like the slime one. Can we one. guess the premise? <laughs> yeah, a bit like the slime one. Somebody uh, has died and they've been reincarnated as a spider monster. But their whole class got reincarnated because the whole class died in an explosion. So all the other members of the class were born into human forms. And this unfortunate, like, shutaway girl who was a, uh, what do they call them? Otaku? No. Um, um, uh, guy, no. Fucking hell, I'm trying to, I'm running through the script of Tokyo Drift here to get to the word. The outsider. Um, when they're a shut-in. Oh, a shut-in? Yeah, she's a bit, yeah, I can't remember the word for it, but, uh, yeah, she's, she's... Nerd! Yeah, she just goes and plays <laughs> games and stuff. She becomes a spider monster. So that's what I've been watching. And the whole thing is all like leveling up systems and gaining new skills and things like that. It's really good and really in-depth with the whole like leveling up and skill gaining and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's really good. Jim, what have you been up to? I've got a couple. I've just realised. <laughs> uh, we've had a couple of weeks away. I was just thinking, have I told some of the stuff that's been going on in my life? No, I haven't actually. Um, so there's some for the not so we- uh, for the strong stomachs of you all. Um I literally had somebody, because uh, I work in a retail store of shopping for food. Um, a supermarket. Yes, a supermarket. <laughs> it's almost as if there's a word for that. And it, <laughs> <fuck you. laughs> 
<laughs> unnamed supermarket, um, which has quite a lot of older people come in, and um, somebody literally shit themselves and made a snail trail <laughs> all the way out the door. I don't think you understand what a snail trail is. <laughs> it's not that. Well, it was definitely a beefy <laughs> <laughs> snail trail. Leaving breadcrumbs. <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you follow it to the source? <laughs> Do you know what? Excuse me, madam, you've dropped these. <laughs> She didn't even realise either. <laughs> like, literally, it was like, left the store, didn't even realise what she'd done. Was she wearing trousers or, like, a dress? A dress. Oh, like, a God. skirt. No one... <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> so it was just dropping out. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like, Pac-Man pellets. <laughs> it was Are horrific. you gobbling him up? Behind her, waka, 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 waka. Yeah, scrubber, scrubber, scrubber. Definitely fucking me. Oh, that was horrific. Also, somebody turned up dressed as a turkey. Why? Look, right. I forgot about this one. I didn't tell anybody about this one. Don't know why. I was at work and it was probably getting right close to closing time, about seven o'clock. Somebody came in from a pro... (laughs) A group came in from a protest about... (laughs) Bernard Matthews. Oh, God. Turkey farm. Yep. What? Leave the fucking turkey twizzlers alone. Leave them up. They fucked them up already. Like yeah. a, a shitty boy zone. Five people came in in turkey. Like <laughs> <laughs> a shitty boy zone. Shut up, mate. I'll clock you up. <laughs> Five fucking turkeys gobbling their way through the store. <laughs> And then decided they were going to try and do a protest down the aisle. Yeah, for some reason, down our chicken aisle. <laughs> Why? Saying, release the chickens, release the Release It's a bit late for that. <laughs> We've gone too far. <laughs> there might be some life in it yet. <laughs> it's headless. Tis but a flesh wound. <laughs> so I had to ask them to leave the store because it was... C- and they were like, no. It's time. I'm allowed to protest wherever I like. Obviously, yes, but it is closing time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but fuck off. I want to go it's home. It's time to go home, please. Thank you. Come back tomorrow. The league waits for no one. <laughs> <laughs> this is life and death here. I need to go home. You don't understand. I've got a tournament in an hour. <laughs> in an hour's time. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. They clocked off out the fucking store eventually, but... Five people in turkey costumes getting out of one car. I've never <laughs> seen. <laughs> I bet you went. Oh, we're getting robbed. <laughs> <laughs> the worst disguise. I, I saw them coming in and was like, "I swear I haven't been drinking today." <laughs> I was like, "Am I having a stroke or something?" I'm seeing turkeys. I don't know what you think of turkeys, but I don't have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, people shitting down the aisles and people physically coming in as turkeys. Like, I've never seen anything like it before. Make sure turkeys didn't get jiggy with it. <laughs> with the gun now. <laughs> Imagine, he's in one of the costumes. <laughs> so we pick up from the bombshell that we were left with from episode eight, and that was the what we wasn't sure was the death of Bro. Episode 9 opens with 
the Spiral King. We finally see him, and he's got he's surrounded by his harem of women, and also the generals. I mean, it's later on that we find out that he actually has a village of women that he rotates through, right? And breeds, yeah. Yeah. Why does he breed? That's weird. Anyway, it is weird. Yeah. It is weird. And we get introduced to our first general. Well, not the first one. The first one was a gorilla guy. He died. The next general, which is Idina, the scorpion lady that we mentioned earlier in the first episode as well. She's actually Idina the Elegant. And she asked for permission to be the next general to go and face... Daiguren, because, you know, I think she wants to win favour with the Spiral King, really, isn't it? Yeah, she tries to say that Monkey Boy was her friend, and it's like, mm, do yeah. you all have friends? She wants to win She's brown-nosing. Yeah, yeah, of course she is. She's brown-nosing. And, and that's when we actually find out the Spiral King created them as well. That's the first time he actually mentions that he was the reason that they exist in the first place. So they follow a human who tells them to kill other humans. Very odd. Yeah. But they think he's God. They don't know he's human. Yeah, I get, I, when you see the sort of powers he has, I guess that's understandable. Yeah. Especially when but he brought you into creation. mastery of the spiral power. Yeah, yeah, and he has like flaming hair as well. Like, yeah, yeah. later on. Yeah. He, yeah, he's his own little mecha thing. Isn't he becomes he? basically <laughs> fucking Cinderquill. And <laughs> he does. <laughs> does. No, fair play. Fair so enough. we jump back to Simon. And Simon's taken. Well, what I can only call is a dark turn at this point. It's depressed. It's been Massively seven. It's depressed. been seven days since Bro has died, and that's when it hits home. That's when it's like, oh no, he's been dead. He's been dead for seven days now. What is that? Oh, that's the demons in the closet that we've kept in there. No. That's what we get for summoning too many demons, and- boys. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> and we see. Back in Daiguren, the this whole fucking mech has a repair factory inside, and it's got like really nice living quarters and fucking a, a mess hall, a hot yeah mess hall. Okay, don't they plants, make a big deal out of the mess hall? A med center, all that sort of stuff. Munition plants and all sorts. Don't yeah, they? this is what I meant about the size inconsistencies with the size. And we see that Simon is adamant that he now no longer wants anyone to partner Gurren Lagann with him. He doesn't have any choice. I guess, short term, that's understandable, that he would feel like nobody could replace Bro. And you wouldn't want anyone to, because you would feel like they are. that's what they're trying to do, this I guess. This is Maverick syndrome. Yeah. Yeah, Maverick and Goose. I, yeah. I completely missed that as well. And that Simon is blaming himself as well. He thinks it's his fault that Bro died because he couldn't pull it together when he needed to pull it together. Yeah, it was his fault. He's not wrong. He's but just not right. Bro was in the wrong place at the wrong time. But he was he there because of Simon. Yeah, I, yeah, no. I but that you, doesn't I mean it's so. Simon's fault. It just means that he was there because of Simon. Yeah. Then Carmen's entire thing is I will big up Simon. Yeah. That's it. He did it on his own back yeah. to go to Simon. He could have done it over the radio. He didn't have to punch him in the fucking face. <laughs> True. I mean, he did need to punch him in the face. Yeah, sometimes, At that point. sometimes you've got to slap a bitch. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we also see that everybody on Dai Gurren does not want Simon to be the leader. They don't think he's up to the char- task anymore, especially now that Bro he's is not. gone. He doesn't so seem far, like the material. At this yeah. moment, well, everything he's displayed so, so far, far he hasn't. Not. 
He's never once shown any leadership. Not one. And even then, it's not until it comes up against a spiral king that he does. And we also we we also see that Yoko as well is she. I mean, she's hurting a lot as well, and we she is trying to almost seem too okay. She's masking it. Yeah. She's overcompensating by trying to be so normal that it's not normal. When it's time for Simon to get into Gurenlagen the next time, Roussien, forehead boy. Ah, Roussien. <laughs> Roussien is the one that steps forward and says that he will link with Simon and drive Gurenlagen. I don't like him. I've never liked him. Well, Roussien. Yeah. He doesn't bother me. He's just... Bland, isn't he? Yeah. Really He's bland. such a kind of... Meh. Blends in character. Could, could be replaced with anyone at Literally any time. Literally anyone, yeah. Did, I mean, does he come a bigger part after 15? Yes, he, yeah, he becomes the president or something. He becomes a fucking prick. That's what he becomes. Massively so, yeah. There he, we beca- go. he becomes politics. Yeah, he Ugh. becomes... Oh, Rich wow. coming from a man who was part of a cult. Yeah. He turns into, oh, no, he he turns turns into, into his dad. That. Yeah. He turns well, into that go. guy. In but, essence. Yeah, there's, it's not population but control, worse. but it is control. Yeah. It's worse as well. And uh, he definitely gets rid of Simu. Yeah, he, he thinks he's outdated and not needed anymore. Right. That that whole kind of Which you, I can meta see. thing is outdated, but it's not. He's wrong. He just doesn't want a military front. He thinks right. it, it, they're done. The job is done. The idea is now to build a society, not defend or brutal fight for one. Yeah, yeah. Because they haven't he, had fights in years, and he will physically get rid of anyone in yeah. his way. Not like nicely, nicely either. Yeah. Like as in imprison and get rid of them, sort of way. He becomes a prick. Yeah. No. You but can someone's see got it coming. Someone's got to be that prick yeah. in, in a show to lead, not in real life, but in a in a show like this, you need that kind of contrast between characters. Simo needs something to fight a system. In this right now, it's a Spiral King system. Yeah. In the future episodes, it's his system until another threat comes along. Yeah, I guess for so. the show's progression and for Simo's character. He needs a, a contrasting character to go up against. But at this present time, he's just nothing. He's just so nothing. He, I'll tell you what, he's exactly the same as the kids. From the same place. Nothing. Nothing until much later in the entire yeah. series. When he they, shows up When they almost had to make him something. Yeah, he shows up they made such a big deal out but of him going. Where, where he goes, you understand why his character yeah. got there. Yeah, and yeah. why they... They did what they did with him because it makes perfect sense. It really does. When they get to the point where he's where he is, you're like, oh shit, that's from our nurture. first meeting. That's with from him. nurture and stuff yeah. like that. When you see how he came about, you're like, oh shit, that's how he's got to this point. But fuck me, it takes a long time to get there. So going back to Simon, he's out with Roussien and he's still in a massive rage. Every time he seems to go into Gernlagen, he goes into a fit of rage and he's starting to put everyone's lives at risk every time he goes out now. He's rushing everything. He's angry. And then we see the explosion of power that overwhelms him. And like it's represented as vomit. Yeah. The machine vomits out this, this glistening. Well, glistening. So so the, the last glistening yeah. fucking fluid we had 
was a different kind of glistening <laughs> fluid. It also wasn't green. <laughs> and also it didn't out. explode out the sides either. If it's green, you need cranberry juice. <laughs> it all ends with him almost throwing himself off of a cliff. Well, he does. He, it, yeah, he does throw himself off a cliff. Roussian's not inside at the point. At this well, point, no, the the head no, jumps off. The head, he, yeah, yeah, yeah the head kind of pulls off. himself no. out by his hands. Yeah. There's no like um, he yanks himself off. Fluidity to it. I tell you what, he's like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm yeah, like, of this. it's like pulling off his pants are a bit too tight. Yeah, and he ends up at the bottom of the cliff. We've all been there, have we? He... When you're beating too much at a Sunday lunch, my pants have never pulled themselves off and gone no too much. <laughs> I'm very surprised by this. The belt has, has gone ping. Of all the things that have pulled me off, it's not my pants. <laughs> so he wakes at the bottom of the cliff and instantly this is a graveyard. I, it didn't take me long to realise. The worst graveyard ever. They're thrown in there alive. It's just full of bins. Yeah. He finds the coffin that has just been thrown in and... It, it, <laughs> The lock perfectly fits his spiral key. You're saying that like literally there's just two fucking beastmen at the top of the thing just throwing There is in. two beastmen at literally the top of the just, thing. Just throwing yeah, them thrown in. in. Ugh, it's just stupid. It's ridiculous. And inside this coffin is a girl. Oh, and it only gets opened up by the fucking key. Yeah, the yeah. one, which is understandable because the only person who would be able to open those coffins is the Spiral King. As far as he's aware, he yeah. Key? He has a key, yeah. Yes. You never see it. A yes, purple you, one. Yes, you, you do. do. Yes, he you has do. a purple one. Ooh. Yeah, you do. Yeah, That's you do. how he Just starts sorry, up his mo- maker. Yeah. It's weird. But it, the, the girl inside wakes and um, she's very confused. She doesn't know what human beings are. Which is odd because she's her dad is one, and she well, well she exactly says the only like other one. human being I've ever seen in my life is my father is one other person, and she doesn't think she's a human either. No, and we find out is she? that she's this not. is she is a human being. I don't know what happens after sure? episode fifteen, but later on she does some things that are not human. We'll see, but yeah, but she might have spiral powers as well. They, Being they the daughter like of that? the Spiral King. But they're only the ones that have got the Spiral. Not, did she know. not come through the village? She must have come through the village. Uh-huh. But was she Alton? Probably. We'll see. She had okay. the old Captain America treatment <laughs> <put> inside <laughs> a uh, thing. A chamber. Yeah, inside a chamber. So this is Nia. This is when we're introduced to Nia. I fucking did not like this character. I hate the character. I love the voice actress. Bit whiny. I like her. This is Starfire from I like her. Teen bit, Titans. Bit whiny. I like her. I've got no problem with the character. Because actually She's, she's a got, bit too nicey nicey for um, Yeah, liking. but she's got It's naivety. Yeah. yeah. Because she's never had anything go wrong ever yeah. until yeah. now. And even now she's it's the only thing that's ever gone wrong, so she doesn't even understand but that something's gone wrong. She's she's also never seen a gunman before because when in the next scene it attacks, one of them drops down and attacks. Well, she's never she, been at the palace before. No, she, she doesn't know that. what to make of it, but yet she knows beastmen. Well, they would have come and yeah, gone to they see her come father. And gone, yeah. yeah, so it's, I just found it odd that she's never seen a gunman ever before. Yeah, but that's probably from the point that we're in the show. You'd have gone. Well, that's a bit strange, considering you live in this world. Yeah. Although you are inside well, no, she a ne- bin. She never says that she's the daughter of the Spiral King. She just says that the one and only human she's ever seen was her father. And that's it. That's all you know. Exactly. But it, 
they get to Lagan, and once again, Simon can't get it to work. He can't get it up. He, he can't get it up. Fucking ongoing, no, it works. ongoing problem for him. He, he does well, it get keeps it to vomiting, work. doesn't it? It won't work properly. Well, he gets it's. It, he turns it on. He thanks it for working because he's climbing up the hill fucking slowly, isn't he? It's not until the beast man, the beast thing attacks. Well, no, he actually fucked. goes to sacrifice himself. He can't get it yeah. to work. Realizes it's not going to happen. So then he tells Nia to run, and then he charges at the fucking gunman, and Nia's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, just like it. no. She talks talks him out of doing it. And then Yoko and the gang turn up to, to save the day. And they they drop the down. One of the three times her gun actually works. Her gun works again, yeah. One of the only times we see it. Do you think they just load blanks in every now and then just to fuck around with her? I mean, I would. Like, just to see what happens. Oh, I ain't firing blanks into that. <laughs> <laughs> so they get, they get saved and they're back on Daiguran and we get... Simon shouting at Lagan because it wouldn't work properly for him and he's angry at the, the piece of machinery. The, uh, are these machines alive? No. They react to emotional. Right. And, um, His powers. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're directly linked to the way that he feels. And then that's we, what spiral power is. And yeah. it's powered by that. So Feels. The, the feels. And then we get the huge swimming centipede that appears within the waves that surround Daiguren and Idina the elegant where the fuck does this water come from turns up I do not know it's a good question she can manipulate water by the looks of it yeah but it fucking rolls up in the middle of a fucking desert I know and Nia hears Idina's voice and is like I know that voice and she walks out and Idina is like who are you? And she's like, I'm the uh, daughter of the Spiral King. And that's how it ends. Why has she summoned water for a fucking millipede? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's a water You thought it would be a burrowing thing. It's a millipede. Yeah. It can run across the fucking ground like no other creature on the fucking I know, planet for its I size. don't know why she can manipulate water. It's a millipede. Water. Why does it need water? I thought she was a water I don't pipe. know. I thought that shot would have looked cooler if you would have I seen... I thought she was a water-type leader. She's the water-type gym out. leader. Yeah. Get out. No, that's the old man. No, actually, to be fair, it was the bathhouse before, because it no, was Misty. No, it's the old man, yeah, because it was Misty. Yeah, there we go. But surely a millipede, and the shot would have looked cooler with this giant fucking millipede arching up like a fucking, like, standing on its back legs. And she's on the head of it. Eyeballing it, and yeah. she's on the fucking head of it, so you can see the sheer size of this fucking thing. Yeah, Why no, waves? No, it just get, seems like lazy animation. Yeah. yeah, saves on animation. Yeah. And we come, we come into episode 10. At this point, Idina is expressing that she doesn't give a shit if Nia is the daughter of the Spiral King or not, before she's politely reminded by the rest of her crew that everything <laughs> she says within the mech is recorded and goes directly back to the Spiral King. So she panics and leaves. Well, she's like, oh, shit. I she, she's like, I better go and get some... This isn't over. I'm going to go and get some more information. I'm going to go leaves. speak to the store manager and make sure that this is all right. <laughs> I just go see my boss. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, that means that <coughs> me is fucking Karen this time. I mean, she does get the haircut eventually. She, yeah. yeah. And she also fucking turns around and she's like, "You can't do this." Does nothing but moan. Wait until I hear. Wait until my father hears about this. <laughs> and literally, it, it, she, literally, take me to my father. Yep. Take me to the manager. <laughs> 
We move inside afterwards and we see that Kitan has become the leader of Daigurun now. He's adopted that position. Just from fucking default. He is the loudest. at that moment yep. the only yeah, the the, the one that, And the only one that's actually led a team. The only one who seems to want to lead the team, to be honest. Well, he's just the loudest. He's not a bad choice. Mm. And he tries to do what Kamala did. The speeches and stuff come that's out. Such... They're just not as elegant. No. Which is nice because they didn't just cut yeah, that's what I mean. Like they're just they're not a carbon copy and they've replaced him. They've put someone in there that yeah. is clearly very inadequate compared to. He, yeah, they've tried to make an inadequate version, haven't they? Yeah. yeah, that's what they've done. Then we jump back to the Spiral King, and Idina has gone to see him, and we see that he has does not give a shit that Nia is there or alive or anything like that, and he's actually unhappy that Idina even left <laughs> in the first place. How dare you use excuses as small as not knowing? <laughs> What? <laughs> no, it definitely what? sounds like store managers that I've heard of before. How <laughs> yeah, dare definitely. you not know that I need to know without telling you? He gives her a second chance to go back. And this time, Viral, who turns up again, has said to her that he wants to join when she attacks again because he's got unfinished business, even though he's had his ass kicked every time he's gone so far. Oh, fucking. Like, at this point, I'm just like, stay at home, boy. You, she you, does give him a couple of slaps doesn't, every time he asks her. Yeah. Like every word. <laughs> it's like, sometimes you need to slap a guy, but not at this point. That's so many times. Well, he's just getting hit across the face with a tail. Yeah. Then we jump back to Daiguren, and we see that Nia is in the mess hall, and she's eaten lots of food. And everyone's like, angry that she's the Spiral King's daughter. And we need to interrogate her. They try and make Kitan talk to her but because of how innocent innocent she is uh, he doesn't it's like talking to a brick wall for him he just doesn't get anywhere in fact he falls for the innocence and ends up sort of pandering to her more than that like he's like tell me about this and she's like what is this and he's like well that's this but what do you know and she's like well like, Isn't he like sometimes you've got to yeah. stomp on a man and she's like what is it to stomp on a man yeah and, and stuff like that it's weird his idea Next is that he pushes her to Simon and says, Simon, I need you to get the information out of her because she responds to you better. I'm trying to think of the quote. What she says. Is it a, the pissing off? Yeah. That's it. What is it to piss off? Yeah. yeah. You're beginning to piss me off. What is this pissing on, off? What is this pissing off? Later on, you are the one that does the pissing off. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. This is how you know she's Starfire. And Idina's is like, you don't, she I'm does the, the one same that says character. That. While in the company of Simon, she questions him about who Bro is because he's always talking about Bro, and she wants to know more about him. Yoko turns up at this point and wants to listen in on the story he's about to tell. And this is this I mentioned this in episode one. He tells the story of the time that they were involved in a cave-in and he got stuck in a cave-in with Bro and the two other guys that were part of Guren. And the only reason they got out of this cave-in was because Bro didn't give up. When everyone else had been defeated, Bro hyped everyone up, didn't let them... Succumb to their own yeah. gloom. And he gave them the push and the energy needed to, to get out of there. And eventually he encouraged Simon enough that Simon burst into action and got them out of there. 
he says that he's basically lost without bro. He doesn't know what to do with himself. That's true. He doesn't... He's lost his drive. Yeah, he's lost the person. He's lost his direction, yeah. everything. The, the, it's the umph they have. Yeah. Like, Simone's got all the power, but... But this is when Nia sort of bumps in and she goes, well, actually, I, I believe in you, Simon. If nobody else does, I do. You know, you got me out of the coffin. You saved me. I believe in you. And, I, and she says, I don't think you should rely on anybody, especially not this bro person. Which is a, a big no-no at this point because that's when she pisses off Yoko by saying that uh, bro is basically not relevant anymore. This is what she, she says. You shouldn't rely on somebody who's not around anymore. I mean, it's right. It is right, 100% right. I mean, remember his morals. Uh, remember uh, what he yeah. wanted. Remember At this point, you've got to rely on what they taught you, not the person. Yes. Poorly timed, though. Yeah. Because of what. No, going it's what on. he needed it's to hear. It's poorly time for Yoko. Yeah, it's poorly time for her, not Simon. Because she's not ready for that conversation. She's done everything except deal with any damage. She's tried to remain so normal and unaffected for everyone. She hasn't her. let herself. She actually hasn't processed any of it. No. So she gets angry, she gets upset. Then Idina arrives back. And she speaks to Nia directly and tells her basically what's up and that she... What's up? What's up? <laughs> None. Watching the bud. Tell, tells watching her that... Watching the bud. <laughs> having a bud, bud watching the game. <laughs> she... <laughs> Mush that together. <laughs> she... Uh... <laughs> She tells Nia that, look, your dad's abandoned you and you mean nothing anymore anyway, hence why you were put in a coffin and thrown off a cliff. You've been put in the recycling. Yeah. This actually pisses off Simon, who rushes to Lagan. And Idina then flips the speech to the fact that humanity is just a waste of time and they're pathetic and they're useless and everything like that. Nia backs everyone up, though. Nia stands up to her and says, actually, humanity aren't stupid. They aren't nothing. They mean a lot. I mean, she's kind of... It's coming out of nowhere with no experience. Yeah, I mean, she's only spent a few days with them and and all of a sudden she's like pro-humanity. It's a little weird. Uh, she's lived her life with the beastman being you know and the spiral king and then all of a sudden she spends two days with humanity and is like actually humanity are nicer yeah not that bad yeah we're alright and because of this speech she gives the rest of the people on Daigur and all sort of flood to her and are like we will help you Nia even though they were unsure on where she stood at that point she sort of gave them that no she's on our side I think she was on their side because of what she'd seen over the last couple of days, like she'd been told, ah, oh, humanity is different, but actually she's been with them for two days and she's like, oh, these people are all right, to be fair. And they don't even have to be like, she's not pro, she's just like, you guys are fine. She's not like, they're pro nice them and you bad. Shouldn't kill them. Like, Beastmen are, she hasn't gone, ah, oh, humans good, Beastmen bad. She's just gone, no, they're good. They should deserve, they deserve to be on the surface the same as the rest of you. It ends up with a big fight ensuing and Idina is about to be squashed by Daiguren before Viral comes in out of nowhere and saves Idina, even though he wasn't supposed to be there. They end up running away. And you're like, well, Viral's going to be back again very soon. Long story short, everyone's happy. 
Nia's saved the day, even though she hasn't. All she said was a little speech about how humans are all right. Everyone's now okay with her. We jump over to Idina, who's with Viral. She's just beaten the shit out of Viral for, for saving her life. Because he interrupted and she had it covered. Did she? She's about to be smushed. Giving the big boy speech. And it all ends with Nia going to Simon's quarters uh, and knocking on the door and sort of saying, Simon, are you in there? And we see inside Simon just feeling sorry for himself inside his quarters. Just being a wuss. That's how it ends. So we open with episode 11, back in the pit of despair that is Simon. Is this the one where he's made like statues of bro with the stone? <sighs> we will come to that, but at the minute he is curled up in his little despair ball and he's crying in his quarters. Despair ball? That's despair a ball. That's a, That's a Pokemon move. Yeah, so <laughs> I was about to say, I swear... Is that how you catch despair Pokemon? What, with a despair ball? With a despair ball. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut to Spiral King again and we see that he has just two generals left now. Guam is the next one. And he's the one that wishes to fight next. Guam is the tortoise man. Yep. I like the tortoise guy. Guam is the most experienced general of all of the generals. He's probably best voice acting for the generals. I never really paid attention to the generals' voice acting, to be honest with you. They weren't relevant enough for me. But that's good enough. When they're good enough, it's it's not something you pay attention to. That sounds like a turtle. No, I like the turtle (laughs) because actually what he spoke about and the way he spoke was quite... Elegant compared to the rest. The karate of master. Yeah, like more he is. He's he just is. like yeah, no, I fair. am a wise old turtle. Yeah, yeah. He he's lived for the longest, so <laughs> he, he gets it a bit. Yeah, more. he has. He's been. He was yeah, one of the, almost the first created. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> we jump to Lagan and it's in a rubbish dump on Daiguran. It's been discarded and yeah, it, it's just been thrown away. Then we get what you mentioned. We jump inside and Simon is there and he's making bro sculptures. Why have they put Lagan in a a scrap? I don't know. Pile. You'd think they'd put it front of ship or sit it somewhere where it can be seen. Maintain it. So it can be seen. This is the fucking, the the big bot that carried them to this point. You think it'd be a memorial of some kind? He fucking died in that, girl. Your entire crew. Well, is no, no, fucking... no, that's only Lagan. No, Lagan's still Gurren going. is still being piloted. Oh, the little fucking head thing. Yeah, yeah Gurren oh, is still fuck. being piloted. Oh, yeah, the little head thing is Gurren. The little it? head thing is. It's Lagan. still the, the, the fucking head thing same is Lagan. thing. It's still this fucking the thing that started an entire yeah, yeah. revolution a of humanity. Of, yeah, a symbol of the rebellion that's died. Yeah, but right. it's in a rubbish heap. And he's making sculptures of bro. So he's dumped it in a rubbish heap because it's not working. He's he's thrown a tantrum. He's got like there must be at least fifty fucking stone sculptures of bro that he's making. Are they stone? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cut, I thought they were just held together with. Hot cut to the rest of the crew watching a video of women who were clearly help us, help clearly us, clearly acting, saying that they need help because they're we're being under attacked. attack by beastmen. No, that's literally how it goes. Like it's ridiculous and funny. 
Like, however, Keitan does react exactly how Bro would react, right? He's like, we need to go and save them. He does exactly what Bro would do. Bro right would one hundred percent do the exact same thing. So they decide they're going to go and save this girl village, which they do very easily to start with. Girls get on. I didn't understand this history, right? The girls get on Daiguran. Now, I thought they then turned into beastmen. So did I. They didn't, because they pop up later and they're not. Did some they, of them they let, disguise no, they, or what? They'd somehow let the beastmen in. Behind them? Yeah, I think so. I think they just followed in through the open door. It's really fucking weird how they get in, honestly. Ladies, ladies, beastmen. Ladies, ladies, <laughs> ladies, beastman, yeah. stormtrooper, stormtrooper, <laughs> stormtrooper, <laughs> go fuck yourself, go fuck yourself. Fuck's sake. Have you seen Robot Chicken? Robot Chicken, yeah, yeah I know chicken, what the fuck yeah. it is. Jesus Hold the Christ. lift. No, 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 no. <laughs> What's your number? Oh, one, one, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Eat my ass. That's the one, isn't it? That's it. Fucking Robot Chicken. Fuck, I love that Star Wars Robot Chicken. Compose yourself. We go back to Simon and the sculptures of Bro. Nia's with him. She's telling him. <laughs> Simon doesn't need any help, though. He can do it himself. Well, she she's about to be taken away. Taken away. The, the the beastmen have told her that they she must come with them. But before she leaves, she leaves Simon with the words that he is not Bro, He's and Simon. that he must be Simon and be himself. Which is what Carmen has said all along. Yeah. And we get another little bit of info about the Spiral King. Uh, we're told that he is immortal. And that he just disposes of his children when he is bored of them. Or they ask too many questions and he can't be asked to answer, I guess. Is this when Nia goes and meets the turtle? Yes. Uh, meets Guam and he, yeah, she's well, like, Guam offers her a job. Basically, Guam tells her that if she is to, she can become the leader of the breeding village, head of the brothel. Yeah, yeah, the the main maid, mm-hmm. and um, run the girl village of sex slaves. Yeah, well, I, I wasn't going to say much about it, but yeah, a tempting offer. <laughs> We've all been there, <laughs> have we? We've all been there. Hmm. Eh. No. Can I try the merchandise? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pot luck though. Sometimes you know you, you'll get your sexy village of hippies, and sometimes it's a cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> Just fucking go on. At this offer, Nia decides to slap Guam. Because sometimes you just gotta hit a bitch. Sometimes you just gotta. Sometimes slap a you bitch. just gotta slap a turtle. <laughs> sometimes you gotta slap a turtle. You punch your poo. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even uh, dignifying that with a response. That one. I'm turtle heads. <laughs> no, this is an actual turtle. So all the humans get thrown in some sort of room? S- cell. It's a room. Yeah, like a that. room with concrete walls, and they all attempt to try and. Dig the. They're like, don't you can't keep a human underground. Yeah, because they've all like been that. diggers, and they all start trying to dig their way out or bite their way out of these concrete rooms. Some of them are trying to eat. Yeah, 
It doesn't work. <laughs> the two fucking big brawny guys. We're going to smash it. We're going to smash it. We're going to break it down with our heads. And they just headbutt the freaking door. Look, they can't get out. Everyone's defeated. And then they all turn in one direction. And we see Simon. And he's just And he's just digging. working away. Just slowly. Uh, by the way, he's got the only tool to actually do the job. So had any of the other ones of them maybe had that, they might have been able to do it as well. Yeah, but you see the fact that he's got like... It's a little bit, and it's a little bit, and he's he's just getting a small away. amount and a small amount. But he is the best digger, always has been. He was the best digger in his village, and that's when Yoko turns and goes, "Now I get what he means." And they're like, "What?" And then she's like, "When Bro said we get the other half of that story, which Seamoon gave us." Yeah, she first she says. She quotes him by saying, he's always the one to save my ass and never give up. And then we see Bro's side of the story about when they were buried alive and that it was actually Simon who never gave up. Bro was actually at that brink of giving up when he saw that Simon was still digging and just hadn't stopped and through perseverance inspired him to carry on. Do a speech, which obviously then affected Simon even further. But it was Simon's determination at the start that kept him going. Kept and then going. right after that, after he was going to have that breakdown, they broke through and got to the out, got out of the cave in basically, yeah. didn't they? It was nice because you got two sides of a different from a different coin, basically, didn't you? From that story, you were like Simon always looked at it as if to say, "Oh, bro, was the one that was helping me along." But actually, you get from this, Bro always looked at Seamoon as the no man who what, never gave up. Yeah, and, and no matter what, but he's the one that's, that's going to save is. me. See, they do the same thing. It's just Seamoon does it very quietly by himself and doesn't rely on anyone. Kamina rallies people behind him to do that job. Yeah. That's what the loudmouth does. And as he's digging, the spiral lights up and what comes crashing through the wall, but... Lagan's face, which is why I said that's probably why it appeared the first time round. It's like a beacon sort of thing, isn't it? Well, yeah, they, like they do. They draws it. They do. It's not the first time when he has a drill. It started glowing and a warm, warm when it got near. Yeah, near Lagan, and it did mm. the same with the coffin, didn't it? To show that it fit. Yeah, and we we can't we cut to Guam again, and his workers have all turned to him, and they've gone. Sir, we can't find Lagan. Uh, we don't know where it's gone. There's just a hole where it was before. <laughs> I l- <laughs> the freaking armadillo thing, or the little fucking sloth thing, that's like, was this hole here before? <laughs> he's looking, and it's like 17 floors, and he's just <laughs> looking through the fucking hole, and he's like, was this hole here before, guys? <laughs> and Guam is like, don't worry about that, and he turns to Neo, and he's like, we're going to kill Simon first. Well, because she's like, I'll never give up because Seaman will never give up. He's the one that pilots Largan and stuff like that. It's like, okay, fair enough. Thanks a lot. Overly reliant on Seaman. Not even that. Like, you've literally just given away who the fuck is in charge of the actual (laughs) resistance, in essence. Guam lowers his gun, is about to shoot Nia in the face, and she's saved by By the the old old man. man. What is going on with this old man? He just fucking pops up, doesn't he? He saves Nia. What says that? They do it all the time. How long have you been here? 
Yeah. I think it's brought he, he up like under three the radar, times. He just he? pops up. Never, never to but be seen again. Is this not him turning, tra- changing form into Beastman so he can walk among them unnoticed? Probably. Maybe. Don't know, but it's weird that the old man's just fucking there. Yep. And or then he's C- old enough up. to know what humanity is. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Although he did leave them, lead them to the bathhouse, which then attempted to kill them. Weird. Yeah, like, I'm a little bit confused about what, his intentions. Like, what is his intentions at this point? Is he there for a reason? Or he had faith that they'd win. Maybe, yeah, maybe he just yeah. picked a side. He picked a side and was like, you need to go over there and fucking end this. Yeah. That bathhouse needs cleaning up. <laughs> Look, it looks too much like Spirit Away. It's got right? too many legs. <laughs> got too many baths. It's literally the fact that I would imagine they'd be like, or maybe that's one of the producers and they're like, shit, that's copy- copyrighted. That is, we should probably destroy get rid it. Of that and destroy it from that. the mountain. <laughs> yeah. We'll only get away with it for 30 seconds. Yeah. Sony. Yeah. <laughs> he, he got for it in those there. that don't know, <laughs> he so, got it in there. Sony put their two pennies worth in and blanked out two of our episodes on YouTube for some copyright reason. Although Because I don't, we use music for intro for like from, 30 seconds. From the shows, yeah. Yeah. For 30 seconds or so. Fucking Sony. But other people can fucking upload it left, right, and center, however fucking long they want. Anyway. Eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> fuck Sony. Anyway. Except you, Amazing Spider-Man, you're fine. But fuck Sony. No, no, that can eat a bag of dicks as No, well. Amazing Spider-Man 2 is amazing. That's oh, why it's called Amazing Spider-Man. Look, if we're going to have this argument, we have this off mic or <laughs> on mic in a separate, different anime episode or a different Wait, episode. Did Stan Lee call you Spider-Man? Did you hear that? I heard a cough. And that was like, I heard a cough too. That's probably Fran downstairs. Nice. Because I got called Spidey. Which means I have an authority. The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is better than Tom Holland's shitty version. No, you got called Spider-Man by him because your hands were all wet and filled with webs. (laughs) Yeah, someone's got to do the job. (laughs) It's the handshake that threw him. I would imagine so. (laughs) And you stuck to him. (laughs) Moving on. Back to where we were. Nia and Simon fly through the air after he turns up and saves her and they have their own little moment in the sky where she puts her hands on his and they pilot the thing together. So this is the start of what they attempted was a romance between the two of them. It is. It is a romance between the two it of them. It is yeah, a romance. They get married in the end. Oh, well, they, well they, yeah, there he goes. So it's the start of their little romance. Guam runs off to his personal gunman. And starts to eat Gurun. Because, yeah, he just starts to chow down on Gurun. Simon turns up, combines with Gurun. This is when he quotes Bro. And says the whole, who the hell do you think I am? Uh, the, The first sign that he is turning into Bro, almost. Throws his boomerang glasses. Those glasses are cool uh, as shit. Yeah. Admit you fucking love them. They're cool no, as shit. No, awful. I can see the fucking smile. You They're like cool em. as fuck. You like them. Throws the boomerang glasses. It's not a grimace. Gets his big drill out. Mm-hmm. Guam explodes. We've all been there. <laughs> we had a, ah, a patented <laughs> Grayson. We've all been there. <laughs> we cut from the battle and Nia has gone back to the coffins 
and she's asked if they can bury all of them. Coffee. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. As soon as you made that noise, I went, huh. <laughs> you even heard me just go, just couldn't. Oh, they, I did the wheezing voice for the coffin. I'm sorry. Coffin. Yeah, that, that's they, better. Wheezing. Thank you. Wheezing. They end up having a mass burial for all of the dead princesses. <coughs> well, he's not really. They're kind of princesses, aren't they? Sort of. They're princesses. And it ends with everybody in agreement that Simon is now the leader of Daiguren. I'll tell you what was interesting, though. When she had the conversation with Guam, the fact that Guam told her the reason why she got thrown away was because she asked what, why she existed. And, she, and apparently the Spiral King despises humans because they or despises people that f- question their own existence it's like yeah why wouldn't you like you've been there for god knows how many it's years it's a weird reason to throw her away well not really because he's like well I don't want to answer that why does he want kids he's a bad if he's not interested in keeping the kids what's what's the point in so what we're saying having the kids he's a bad know. father he's just literally like I don't want to deal with these problems I'll throw that one away <laughs> I'll, and have I'll one. whack it in a coffin throw it off a cliff got until it dies <laughs> got too many questions <laughs> and we come into episode 12 opens again with the spiral king and what's left he's still got two generals with him this time and we cut back to the guys, and they're now heading for the sea. Yes, guys, it's... The patented... It's the beach episode. It's the OVA episode. That doesn't last long, but it's an OVA episode. Girls and bikinis. So, what are they called? Black... I'm just disappointed. Siblings. Black siblings. Black siblings. <laughs> they put on their bikinis and distract all the men as they would. I'm call, I'm calling it right now. I'm disappointed. Yoko. Well, they look. They start talking about that's, the fact. That's a good joke. So. Look, th- what? Yoko, and it's well done by Blondie. Yeah. Well. well, they start talking about the fact that they're supposed to cross this channel of water to get to the next place that they need to get but to. Their boat isn't watertight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I so Daiguren isn't capable of crossing the sea just yet until they do some maintenance. So they're going to make some upgrades. But I already thought about this. Ron turns around and he's like, I've already planned for this just in case, but I need to make some updates. So you've got a couple of days to go swimming. You that. can goof off is what he says. So everyone celebrates. And um, then they're all waiting for Yoko and... Nia to turn up. I've been waiting for Yoko for fucking years. Yoko turns up and she is in what the men describe as a disappointing bikini because it actually covers her up more More. than the outfit she usually wears. You get one of the guys and they're like, she's actually covered more now than she is normally. And we get Nia in what is the stereotypical young girl one-piece bikini. Yeah, they're like, oh no, I think she says, surely you'd want more left more to the imagination. They're like, no, no, there's no way this is the way we should do it. And Keaton's like, yeah, we want to see less. And then all of a sudden she turns up, doesn't she, Nia? And they're like, actually, hold on a minute. We, we do want We do want to leave it to the imagination. It's like, oh. And I'm like, mm. all the men are horny as fuck. I mean, they have been they underground. They have to walk around looking at Yoko. Yeah. Touche. Mm-hmm. Touche. We'd all be walking around with a little lager on. 
Oh, you'd already had given it a go, wouldn't you, trying to... Oh, fucking... Exactly, so... You would have been shot in the face. Do you know oh, what? I'd fucking shoot her in the face. <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> Sheenie, you're definitely Keetan. Uh, no, I'm not Keetan. Yeah, you are. <laughs> not, I am not Keetan. You definitely are. Nah. 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 Then I'm who not. the hell is he? Because who the hell do you think he is? Oh, fuck off. He's not. <laughs> He's not, no. He is not. <laughs> He's not. Bro. <laughs> Simone? Me? Yep. I can see it. You're a whiny little bitch with actually some good morals. Damn right. <laughs> I'll take it. You know I'll be Simone the digger. The mechanic. Yeah, the mechanic. Ron. Ron. You're Ron. Definitely. You suck a few dicks and all of a sudden you're the fucking gay guy in the group. <laughs> no, it's what you do with those fingers. The <laughs> Put them in your dad. <laughs> ah, painted. <laughs> the painted dad joke from Grayson over there. Delivered. Do you know what? Expertly. I'm the spiral king. <laughs> that, do you know what? You know what? He's, now you mention he's, it. He, he's, uh, have you seen that rug he's got under there? Now you mention it. It's on in the, the spiral. spiral king. <laughs> yeah, you can see it as well. Style your hair purple. I would be, be the bad guy. Yeah, of course Come you on. would be. You are the bad guy. He is the bad guy. He could also be virile. Ooh. Right? Oh, no, I, no, I, I see I don't it. think I yeah. could be virile. Constantly though. turning up, pissing you off. Yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. Always right. in his underwear. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> nah, I couldn't be that guy because he's too angry all the time. He's too angry all the time. No. Yeah, she's more competitive than angry, I say. He, he pretends to be really calm. And I don't make long speeches about honour and stuff like that. You can fucking talk for England. What are you talking about? I can talk for England. I don't, though. If he was part of an organisation like the Human Eradication, <laughs> he would talk about being part of the Human Eradication. Oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> nah. And he'd list the morals, the code of conduct, before killing you. I, I'm digging those holes. The reason there. you are going to die today. <laughs> Do you know what, then? I'll tell you what. To be fair, I'd be more likely Guam. Guam, yeah, I would be. The old if you're thinking guy. about it, yeah. I'm trying to think. I think I'd just, I'd be what is it, Ke- Keaton? You'd be, Keaton. yeah, you probably would be somewhere Keaton. around yeah, there. Yeah, but you'd be trying to fuck your sisters at that point. Nah, mm, I'm not. I'm not from Norfolk. No, but you live underground. So. <laughs> and we already discussed when you're living underground in a society, you'd be <laughs> Needs, fucking. Must you be? Fucking. I would not be fucking my sisters. <laughs> you'd be fucking. Only the ones that got stuck. <laughs> so we've got the Spiral King, Guam, possibly Viral, the possibly Seaman, <laughs> or Ron. Hey, every girl you fuck is someone's sister. Touche. Right, anyway, going back to the episode, we, we, we have, we've diverged, we've diverged. Go back to the episode, we get the volleyball scenes. Nia destroys Yoko in volleyball. She destroys Yoko in all the other beach games. Before we quickly run away with that, I've just realised if you cut away the middle part of his beard, he would totally be the Spiral King. Yeah. Because literally <laughs> it comes round like almost to here, doesn't it? On the Spiral King. You take out that middle bit. <laughs> give him the old pork chops. <laughs> yeah, get, give him the old... Uh... Governor. <laughs> All right, Governor. I'll tell you what, that's a different Spiral King though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, going back, 
Nia destroys Yoko at all the beach games. Yoko is getting jealous. She gets pissed off. All in the meantime, Dai... I've been calling it Dai Gurren. It's not. It's Dai Gunzen. Dai Gunzen. That's my yeah. bad. Dai Gunzen becomes waterproof. It gets flippers and a giant <laughs> a paddle. Fucking paddle. <laughs> I fucking love the paddle. I love the paddle. And now it's watertight. Yeah, and that's how they do it. It's so stupid. And so they take to the seas. And halfway across the sea, they get attacked by torpedo dolphins. I t- do you know what? Fucking love them. <laughs> Every evil guy needs torpedo dolphins. Also, I mean... <laughs> freaking sharks with freaking laser beams on their heads. No, torpedo dolphins. <laughs> Better. Austin Powers. Did you see how angry... How- how fucking sly those dolphins looked as well when they were firing off those fucking torpedoes. Slimy. They were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? Idina is back and she has got a big... Under- it's not the centipede anymore, is it? She's got no. a new ship now. No, it's the fucking Atlantis fucking ship. Please tell me you've seen the Atlantis uh, movie. The, the not Milo's return and stuff like that. The where Disney you got the one. Fu- yeah, oh, I know the what one you with mean. the fucking pincer claws yes, and everything. Yeah, it literally looks exactly the fucking same as that. I saw that and was just like, "Hmm, I know where they got the idea for this one." Or did Atlantis get the idea from that? Oh no, this is Atlantis is older than this. Is it? Yeah. I really want to watch Atlantis now. By the way, nah. I ain't seen it for ages. Now nah, the best not Disney movie that looks like a Disney movie is the Road to El Dorado. <gasps> Fuck me, I love the Road film. to El Dorado. Great film. Good film. <laughs> it's still the best fucking scene. <laughs> You're not a god. <laughs> you loaded my dice. <laughs> Please tell me you've seen The Road of to Of course I've seen oh, The Road It's one of the Rale. best fucking movies. Got a good so. female character That's in it. That's fucking thick. Yeah. <laughs> and they were not kissing they on the floor, fucking... by the way. Oh, no, no, when they get that. caught, it's they good. weren't huh. kissing. She it... came from further down than his lips. Oh, yeah, it's great to be a god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Die Gunzen at this point drops loads of depth charges into the water and starts trying to blow up all the... Torpedo dolphins and underwater gunmen. I mean, talk, talk about killing off the animals. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we find out that all the other gunmen um, die guns and can't get in the water. None of them are waterproof. Um, Ron hasn't had time to do that. He was too busy fitting a paddle to oh, die and... Come on, Ron, sort it <laughs> out. And uh, Gurren Lagan is the only one who happens to be watertight. Um, quick question, right? Why do you start off on this journey... You had no reason to start off on this journey if you hadn't had time to waterproof the rest of them. Surely you'd think, mm, if we get attacked, I'm going to need to have all of these fucking... We're uh, we're literally in the middle of the water. We're going to need gunmen yeah. that are actually ready to fight, yeah. not just the one. So they end up getting the flippers snipped <laughs> and um, dragged underwater... <laughs> But with everyone, everyone's panicking because obviously, like, tons of water is busting through the walls and ceilings at this point. So you would fucking panic. Nia's like, calm down, everybody. I love that. It's just a little drowning. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Simon, Simon will save us all. Don't panic. So Simon gets serious. 
Although he doesn't hear her say that, he it, this is the time that he chooses to get serious. That's almost the same amount of water that we saw in uh, Shimonia going on, to be honest. Oh, my God. <laughs> he ends Anna up... Anna turns up and is like, sorry, I've just... Uh... <laughs> he turns that... Doesn't he turn the drill on so powerful that it drags him through the water? Yep. Hits the bottom of Daigunzen, pushes it back up. Yep. Idina gets desperate at this point. She grabs Nia. She manages to get hold of her. And she threatens to kill her. She yeah. pins her to the wall, threatens to kill her if Gunnar Lagan stops. Well, it stopped at the end and they were like, train your guns on him and destroy Yeah, she him. tells them to train Daigunzen's guns on, Die, uh, on Gunnar Lagan. Yeah. As if that's going to work. Well, it did. Or it would. Well, they, yeah, well they, they aim at him, but it's not like they were going to shoot, <coughs> is it? Nah. But don't worry, Yoko appears. With her gun. And this is the moment she shoots through Nia's hair, misses the first shot, <coughs> hits the second, through the hair, into Idina's gunman's shoulder. Blows How it does off. this penetrate it? Blows but it Some off. of the actual gunmen have not been able to... Like, we've already said the inconsistencies with the rifle. Yeah. Let's just say Ron tinkers with it and makes it better. At times. I'm leaving that. And then makes it worse sometimes. (laughs) With them fingers. Everything Ron tinkers with gets better. All the the ship's guns then turn on Idina and shoot. I fucking love the guy in charge of pushing yeah. the one button fire, 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 fire. <laughs> just beats the, the one that doesn't listen it. to anybody yeah. and nope. fires on his no, own no it's the fact that he's like uh, get ready to fire fire I'm fire, fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they, they blow her up they destroy her ship and then they they ride the massive wave to the shore and the episode ends with Yoko giving Nia a haircut does she get tidy? Uh, does she get tidy? It's the question we all want to know. <laughs> uh, it's the, uh, we questions. ask the important questions here <laughs> on how not to summon a podcast. The answer is no. <laughs> and we're into episode 13. Sheenie checks his notes as he realises he can't read the fucking thing that he wrote. Is that not your writing too? Because mine's like that. No. So it gets worse the longer I write. We open episode 13 with Nia and Simon flirting. They're just bantering with each other, flirting with each other. And Nia says that she wants to work on the ship. She wants to be useful to everybody on the ship. And we also find out that um, we cut and we see that Razu is ill. He's laying in a hospital bed and nobody knows why he's sick. Yeah. That doesn't come back until... It's, it's very odd that they end. jump from her asking for a job to him being ill. It's, it's quite a quick thing. Well, they men- they mention about the food, don't they? Yeah. In the food hall and that, that like they need a chef and that. And then it just cuts from her. We see he's sick and then we jump again and Nia has become the chef of Daigunzen. The reason why she becomes the chef is because uh, I think Yoko comes out and starts moaning at Simon because he hasn't eaten all day. And, and she's like, I'll cook something. I'll, and then everyone's like, I'd like to try your food, Nia. And <laughs> and yeah, he's, I think he's tried to make that a bit of a dirty joke. Who? 
You, you were like, mm. no, I'm just thinking, mm. what happens next is very funny, to be fair. Well, what happens next is, as they're about to sample her food, they get attacked by an airborne enemy. The final general turns Cito up. Mandre. And he is in a set of flying gunmen. This is a, a, a very elaborate general, by the way. He is dressed flamboyantly. I expected a lot more from this guy. and Yeah. yeah. But yeah. look, Yoko ends up getting inside Gurren because nobody else will pilot it or is capable of piloting it. So now we get the fight. We, we finally get what we probably were expecting to get at some point, which is Simon and Yoko in Gurren Lagan. Yup. I thought that was going to be the pairing. I thought that was going to stick. Mm-hmm. This was going to be her character. Yeah, but then she's never going to shoot a rifle. And it should have been. Though. Well, they, should, they open the mouth all the time to <laughs> let her shoot, don't they? Yes. She does oh, in this yeah, episode. Yeah, and so whenever she she's been passenger in it, they've opened up to let her shoot. Like I said, though, and it would, be would cool have been if... much more of a draw for her character. Yeah. yeah. Would have been much more of an arc for her character. That, it would okay. have been poetic as well that she yeah. took the seat of... Yep. Well, yeah. when it opens up, there is that hesitation. She stops and she just looks at the seat. And she's not keen on getting inside Who helps of her it. in? Buta. <laughs> so Buta, the little mole rat, jumps from Simon into her tits. Oh, what a dive. And she sort of gives her the sort of nod of support. Is he wearing... The glasses. He's got. Bro- he's he got has got bro sunglasses. sunglasses. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he's literally got those. He goes from those little glasses. round ones to these ones. Yeah. Yep. Love it. Can you imagine Gurren Lagann with a massive rifle? That'd be fucking cool. No. Yeah. While Yoko's piloting, because they get yeah, the things. Be cool. They incorporate the things of the pilots, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, that'd that would have been cool. That would have been fucking nice. Missed opportunity. Yeah. yeah. So, reshoot like as twenty years later, <laughs> as they're preparing. We get the flying gunman above just bomb the living shit out of Die Gunzen. And the they can't get their guns high enough well, to actually... Yeah, nobody can fly. So they come up with the idea that they're going to launch Gurrenlagen through the air, which they do. The Die Gunzen with its arms grabs Gurrenlagen. <laughs> Into a Spider-Man scene. Throws uh-huh. him and he monkey bars his way across the gunman. <laughs> Destroying them as he goes. And then they grab hold of one final gunman and shove him on the back and combine him so that they have the ability now to fly. But they use, like, back drills from... It's weird. uh, From... Yeah. At this point, they can just add whatever the fuck they feel like by the looks of it. Yeah, at this point, they're just like, yeah, shit, fuck it. They don't go mental with it. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, no, not too stupid It keeps within, like, a, a strict... What's necessary. Yeah, range of what they think about in a battle, not... What they're going to do to make them themselves? Well, they could have gone right. Well, we'll give him like the ability to swim and stuff like that. And they're like, no, no, the drill is good enough because that's get the way he the thinks. Water. Yeah. Instead, and then the last one is like, mm, we do need to give him a bag, uh, a jetpack, basically, for him to get around, which is fair. And it does adapt, and it does help, and he can pick up whatever he wants and actually add it to it. So they end up launching this counter attack and. Viral is back once again. He just... Uh, why do they keep taking him with them? He's clearly fucking useless. Yeah. The, the Spiral Kim does make an example of him. Yeah, yeah. to be fair, reason. he does, yeah. Because he knows he's, he's fucking just, He's useless. just fucking annoying at this point. 
I think it, it is he this version of it's Team Rocket blasting off again. Nope, he's Sea Moon. <laughs> yeah, he is the Beastman Sea Moon, or the Beastman Carmen. Is Carmen, which is just like is no, I refuse to be beaten by these people. I'm going to keep trying, even actually when I'm losing. He, at this point he's like, I refuse to let Carmen keep beating me. Is what he is. Yeah, he doesn't know he's dead. Yeah, because no. he never actually knows he's dead until like he asks in him a little in while. the fucking in the thingy room, the throne room. Yep. What we see next is we see that Yoko gets thrown from Gurren and she falls. But she's saved, so don't worry. We don't lose Yoko at any point. Of course she we falls, not. she's saved. She bounce anyway. We, yeah. <laughs> and we cut back to Viral, and this is when he asks for Bro. And he asks, he's like, why is she in there? Where is he? Where is Kamina? I think this is where we realise that Seaman has accepted it. Because yeah. he then turns around and he's like, he's dead. He di- he's dead, he died. That day that, that you day. fought. And he is angry. Yeah, because he's like, shit, I never got to have that battle. No, he's angry that or, ever since then, he's been losing to Simon. Yeah. And he's like, how have you been beating me? You're not. You're not. That's Kamana. definitely more of a That's honor a fuck thing. you, that is. That that's is. A, that's a massive, like, I know, Kamina was my equal. You're not. So how the hell have you because been Because he thinks Kamina's been doing it, but it's not. It has mm. been Simon all along. Yeah. It's just Kamina's the mouth. Yeah. And he ends up which facing... Which is why he fucking sat there. Yeah. In its mouth. <laughs> literally. And he ends up facing off with Viral. It doesn't last long. It never does. Viral can't... He's getting weaker. Yeah. Because he fights with pure anger at this point. Yeah. Where rage. In the earlier ones, where he was controlled as just efficient. a human, he was, a, he was an efficient fighter. At this point, he just fights with anger. But he doesn't have a purpose. But he kind of gets the upper hand because the general ends up pinning Yoko and tells... I pin Yoko. <laughs> and tells Viral... To finish the job, to kill Simon. Yeah, because they're in the lever, lever, leverton room, isn't they? Where all like all the, I heard was Yoko in leather. What? The leverton. Oh, okay. The room. one with the balls that f- help the ships fly. Yeah, which help them float and everything like that. And he's like, um, he's destroying all of them, and they've destroyed two of them, and there's only two left. And it's like, he goes in there, pins down Yoko, and he's like, just fill it, finish him off now. Yeah, and Simon is like. Viral, this isn't right. I like There's, this. There is no honour in what you're doing right now. I like this because it shows that Vir- Viral is thinking about what he's doing. He's not just... He's an g- honourable fighter. Yeah. And, and not just that. He's also a character that shows good tendencies and good traits. So he could be a good person. He's a good guy on yeah. the wrong side. Yeah. And he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it and they end up managing to get away. This is when Dai Gunzen kicks the general ship out of the air. And kicks out one of the Graviton balls out at of the its same time. ship. And Simon grabs Yoko on the way down and takes her with him. I love the fact that um, Dai Gunzen is literally like, oh, quick, grab it. And the arms go up and grab it. And it's holding it above its head as it's like floating along. The, they end up retreating like they always do when they lose a fight. They run away. But they didn't lose. I'd, I'd, I'd call it yeah, the, the enemy. No, well, yeah, pretty much. But they, they run off. They retreat. Then Yoko decides this is the moment 
to tell Simon that she liked Bro. That kind of had to be said at some point. Did it? Did it need to be said? Well, so I, think, she, I don't it's, think it's... The only reason she needed to ever bring that up would be if Simon was to say to her that he liked her. Then she could have turned around and I gone, think it's just because she needed someone to know. And the closest thing to Carmen right now that she could tell... She's she the, never he told is the closest person to her. ...is him, is Simon. Yeah, and yeah. it's the fact that she's like, hey, Simon, you kind of know that I had a thing for Carmen, right? And he's like, yeah, I knew. I knew. I know. I'm a bit awkward at that situation. Well, it's like, if someone dies, you would go to the nearest relative well, of them. He like, is I essentially really like her them. best friend now, isn't he? Yeah. In you essence, know, they, yes. It's literally yeah. just like, if someone dies, you go to their relative. I like them. They're a good guy. It's the equivalent of that. Yeah. But it's for her. It's not for him it's at the, all. I want to eat way, pancreas. I'll go talk to the mother. Yeah. So we cut back and Rossiu is finally out of the... Food poisoning. Yeah, the hospital section. I thought, it, no, it went up to Yoko, who's in the hospital bed, isn't it? She's now in the hospital. And literally, you see Rossiu run out of the fucking bed, to straight vomit. to the toilet, and he comes out and he's like, oh, thank goodness. And then he explains that he doesn't know what happened, that he was taste testing Nia's food and then got sick for some reason. Well, no, he said it was awful. He said it tasted it awful. But he but couldn't, couldn't bear to yeah. tell her. So he continued to eat all of it. Look, Nia's cooking is Somewhat giving them all food poisoning. <laughs> They're all getting food poisoning from it. And she cooks for everyone. So everybody gets ill. Nobody goes, nobody touches it. Yeah. Apart from Simon, who just who loves is it. wolfing it down and loves it. Which is the main part of. Oh, romance, because he actually can stand her cooking. Yeah. So there you go. And then we jump back to Viral, who is in front of the Spiral King. And he asks the question. What, I like this question. What are humans? Yeah. And the Spiral King, he ushers away the other generals in the room and leaves himself with Viral alone. And he, this is when he tells him that actually he made Beastmen imperfect. The, they must sleep for longer periods of time because that's the only way they can maintain their cells within their bodies. Well, he sees them in the like sleeping chamber and stuff like that, don't he? All the beastmen. Yeah, and then he asks again. He turns around and says, well, I wish to know what humans truly are. And the Spiral King's like, are you sure? And he's like, yes. And the episode ends. And we come into episode 14. Viral in that one is, that's the right question. This question saved his ass. What do you mean? Yes. What do you mean? Viral eventually was going to die at the hands of Simon or the general or the Spiral King. One of those three things was going to kill him. Yeah. Probably if the he, Spiral until King. Until he, he got intelligence. Didn't ask this question, the right question, to be thinking differently than every other beast man, the Spiral King wouldn't have done what he did. Yeah. And he'd be dead. Yeah, that's true. He actually be, became sentient. Yeah, this is the point where he, he he thought for himself for the first time because he's questioning if humanity is actually bad. That's the real question he's asked, is is humanity good or bad? I wouldn't even say that. I think it's the fact that he turns around and he's like... He wants to know why they're so powerful. Well, yeah, that's why. He's yeah. like, I keep losing. Why do I keep losing? And he's like, because you're weak. 
against them. You're actually imperfect. Yeah. So episode 14 opens with Simon at Bro's grave. They've gone all the way back to Bro's grave. He's got a flying. Or have they just now. decided to randomly create one I there think and then? They've randomly created one. No. They'd have to recross it, an no, ocean. He did. There's a volcano in the background. Okay, so they've gone. All right. Maybe this he is flew a back. cut back, or no, they just flew. Oh, flew oh, they could have flown back. They got the technology. He now. and Nia yeah. went back on. Yeah. Also, I think it's like it says a month later, doesn't it? Something along them lines. I think it says one month later. But. He says his piece, he goes, and we get the moment where Yoko is standing there and she says something, but we don't hear what it is. She opens her mouth, yeah. says something, but they never show you what she says. And it cuts away. And everybody is there now preparing for what they believe is the final battle. Well, Teplin's in the background. It's the first time you actually see that they're there. Like, I don't understand why they cut, though. Like, we've gone a month into the future... And you get the fact that they're six days into the siege of Teplin. I'm almost certain it says. Is six... it a siege? Well, I just I thought they'd... they would. When they turn up, they turn up. No, I think he literally says like there's a there's a caption that says day six of the siege of Teplin, and I'm like, what? So what happened in the first five fucking days that we've missed? <laughs> or is it just literally irrelevant? Literally, fodder, I imagine. Is they? Is it the fact that yeah. they turned up and just went? Eh. We'll sit sit here waiting. Shoot long-range cannons at it and see what happens. It essentially is a giant spiral fortress. Yes. For what, well, what we think is a giant spiral fortress. Then we get the whole spiel from the Spiral King about that he sealed humans away because if they're to gain power, that power will lead to their doom. This is the first time that we actually get any like backstory to a main story plot, other than the fact that he's the bad guy. It's, it, um, it all builds to what happens after episode fifteen, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah because you like, think they've beaten the big bad, and uh, surprise, he's surprise, not the big bad. he's not the big bad. Actually, he was doing what he thought was the right thing. Anyway, Daigunzen takes to the sky at this point, and it flies using the orbit stole. Did you see how they kept it down? They just had it like with fucking ribbons and that over the top of it, holding it down. It would have just taken off. They literally just had it held down by fucking robes. And it's just like, yeah, that'll do it. (laughs) And they decide the best course of action at this point is to launch themselves through the air. They've all got their technology now to fly. But yet they use Daigunzen to launch them. I think that's supposed to be like a throwing start. Rather than all that power wasted on takeoff, they just sort yeah. of get them off the ground by throwing them. Get well, them, it, it has that rotating speed. arm throwing system that it uses to catapult everyone through the air. And it looks stupid, which is kind and of what get, this show is about. Yeah. And we get the big battle in the sky. It's a normal mech battle in the sky at this point. Yeah. I wouldn't even agree with that, though. It's more of like. Would you not? It's just like distant <sighs> shots of things exploding in like, the air. Like, this is the first time you actually see Gurun. Lagan taking on a large quantity of enemies at the same time, isn't it? It's the first time no, you see. A, did it with a they're rabbits. all they're all in the air at the minute. Yeah, but it's like advanced, like from where we were before, where it was like they were taking on three or four, and like they were taking on two at a time, three at a time, four at a time. Yeah, it's when they're now up to like he's fucking smashing through the sky. Yeah, taking he's, on like he's too, 70, pa- he's too 80. powerful. He's too powerful. Yeah. Now. 
Well, they get they end up getting attacked. What is it with you what? and like? What's wrong with your throat? It's <laughs> beer. This is why I don't drink beer. <laughs> Because I can't burp. He's literally like a frog. I can't like, Every so often you just get... <laughs> I, don't, I don't burp, that's why. It's like this chesty noise. Yeah, because I can't burp. That's it's like such a weird thing. Every so often you open your mouth and just like something just goes... Yeah, it's because I can't burp. It's the gas that has nowhere to go. <laughs> Can you do bud? He's broken. Why? And Zer. So as they're fighting the battle in the sky, as they're fighting the battle in the sky, Daigunzen gets attacked from the ground. This is when Simon is like, "Do you know what, everyone? Go down and support from the ground. I'll fight every single flying gunman on my own." We all knew him. he. We all knew he wasn't going to be capable of winning everything, right? Like, really. Yeah. No, I believed him. I believed him. Like, 100%. Yeah, right. At this point, it's like, he's become so He's OP. found his stride. Yeah, he's he's in he's in to the zone Well, he now. starts whipping out new moves, so he sends out those multi-missiles. Yeah, fucking spiral missile drill things that fucking destroy... Because he's copying things he's seen. Everything yes. in the sky. That's, that's what he does. He copies things around him and absorbs them, including moves. But he ends up getting in trouble. <clears throat> He bites off more than he can chew, and he's literally about to be cut in half by the big bad. By Cetomandra, isn't it? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, humans show up from all over the planet to help. Well, we kind of forgot about this when we were talking about it. They've been broadcasting their fights. No. So when Guam was about to kill uh, Seamoon, he wanted to show off. He wanted to show every human this is what happens if you come like, to the as service. an example. And then basically live broadcast that he got lost. the shit beaten out of him. <laughs> which rallied lost, humans. Which rallied everyone to do exactly what fucking And they did it right. Did. They did it the right way, yeah. They took over mechs and then approached as a unit, not one. I have a couple of problems with this. All of those fucking battleships that they have which are exactly the same almost as the fucking one that they've got, like Gunzen. Gunzen. And that's a special ship that was given only to one general. Where the fuck did they get all those ships? That one's a one-off. It is slightly different. It's bladed and everything. The other one looks like just a ship, and it's smaller. What's with the smiley faces on them? You see the the normal mecha sizes next to them, and they're about the same size. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So they're like tugboats, and this is a fucking the Titanic. <laughs> Little fucking tug. <laughs> it leads to Daigunzen. Give me a little tug. It, <laughs> it leads to Daigunzen plowing into Cedomandra, knocking him out of the sky. He falls and smashes into Guam. And you think that they have defeated both generals in one hit. Well, it creates a massive fucking explosion. And you think, ah, oh, well, that's done, I mean. But they Forgetting hasn't. that it's a fucking turtle. Yeah, so Guam has essentially gone into his shell and protected himself. Yeah. He wanders over to the giant spiral city, sits underneath it, and then spins really, really fast. Yeah. I love his weakness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I can see Sheeny dying <laughs> as he's reading through what's about to happen. Yeah, they can't penetrate his armor. Yeah, so the, hu- so, so they go the humans the just start throwing themselves at the spinning tornado. tornado and blowing up. The spiral tornado. And continue to throw themselves well, at they're getting and blow up. Sucked towards it, aren't they? No, no thought, they're yeah. just they're like, let's follow our leader. They uh, well, one blows up. Well, they and are like, stupid. Well, one blows up, and they're like, "Well, one didn't do it. Maybe fucking seventy will do it." They come a kamikaze, yeah, and it doesn't work. Ah, oh, stupid, stupid, stupid humans. But what's n- even more fucking stupid is the next bit. So Nia pops up. Thank you. In the sky, where the fuck is this coming from? She's, this giant. She's fucking- projected herself into the sky from what. From where? Like, there is a projection machine in front of her. There is, but how do you get light to stop? Don't ask me. She and pro- where is this projection coming without from? Without a screen. With a massive fucking projection. And those fucking kids get in on it as well, and they're yeah. standing yeah. next to her for no fucking reason whatsoever. Just like, if they got in my video feed while I was trying to give a speech, I'd fucking push them off. No. The my- edge of the fucking ship. <laughs> my thing about this is, who the fuck are you? And why are you trying to tell us what to do? Everyone seems to gravitate towards Nia, though. She's got oh, the this uh, aura, and everyone stops and listens and takes it in. Yeah, that will be fine on Die Gunzen. Not the rest of the fucking ships that it, have no clue who the fuck she is. They know who Simone is. Well, it's the fact and that she she's talks like, about him. Well, she says, "Everyone, stop what you're doing. Nobody needs to fight anymore. Simone's got this covered." It is funny because everybody's like, yeah, where everyone's is like, gone? where is Simon? He's underground digging his way to the weak point of the turtle, its belly. Underneath it. But that's not the weak point of a turtle. They're shelled down there, too. Yeah, they are shelled down there. You're right. Yeah. The holes are the weak point. Uh, yeah. Eh. Kind of works, though, still. I He's, like the fact that it he does is. because they don't penetrate it. Also, well, he smashes through, forces it up. Guam is like, Push the thrusters back down again to squash Simon. They push him down, and he thinks he's won. And then Simon's like, "Thanks for the extra boost that gave me that extra oomph I needed to break through your shell." And spins it the other way. Yeah, because reverse spins yeah, it. Because the spin the that they've got no, going. No, it doesn't spin the other way. Yeah, it can't spin <laughs> the other way. I kind of get that though, because if you do it the so it goes upwards, way, yeah. It. But then you start spinning the other way, surely it's just going to come back in on itself like that uh, spiral. Guam uh, ends up getting blown up. He dies. <laughs> he ends up being skewered by the fucking drill. Yes. And he's just like, Sir, oh, <laughs> Sire, I'll can ring you see him me? One more time. <laughs> Where's the, Sire, can you see me? I'm still spinning. What? what what's that for? Who are you talking to right <laughs> there? And then Templin begins to fall, and it breaks I, off I into pref- pieces. I prefer if it cut into the Spiral King, and he goes, well, he is still spinning. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we get Templin splitting into what looks like skyscrapers, and they're just falling individually. And what emerges from the smoke that ends the episode is just a giant face. And we come into our final episode, episode 15. It's been a long haul, this one. But we're getting there. For you. For you. It was a long watch for, for me. For you. I loved it. So episode 15 opens with everybody trying to dodge all the falling pieces of the giant spiral that are now falling through the sky. They fall and reveal 
what is a ginormous gunman. gunman. And it's Ron mentions that he's getting readings of what that are exactly the same as Gurun Lagan's readings. For coming yeah, from coming signals. from yeah, coming from the giant gunman. This doesn't phase Simon though, and he flies straight at the giant gunman, comes face to well, not face to face, but full he meets its fist. Is that a fist? I it's, thought it was a finger. A f- Hello fist. He meets its finger. It's me <laughs> He meets its finger and he is flicked away by this gigantic finger. Even better, he hits that finger and then like the spiral king is like Oh, what a puny attempt and flicks his finger on the throne and then it flicks the finger. So is he in Badass. control? A lot of flicking going on. Is he in control? <laughs> he still has his harem around him. It's a lot. Is of he in control of the gunman from yeah. that chair? Yes. That's awesome. Like, why doesn't he just fucking deal with that instead? Because he's, he's still got a weakness of he's sitting in the top. I mean, move. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking move. You're in a glass he's, fucking thing. Then Nia demands to go and see him. Take me to my dad. Simon, <laughs> let me go see my papa. Everyone's against oh, it. Oh, I was your daddy. <laughs> Every, everyone's against it, and then he's and Simon's like, no, 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 I'll take her. Well, no, they're like, are you crazy? And then Ron's like, well, she has, t- you know, this is her talking to her father. Yeah, cheers, Ron. It's like, cheers. All right. When did you come up with all the daddy issues? Um, d- <laughs> Daddy is gonna do it. Daddy. <laughs> oh. Oh. So they're about to take Nia when all of a sudden swarms and swarms of gunmen just appear from the body of the giant gunman and block the way. Nia gets inside Gurunlagen. I believe she sits on Simon's lap. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And the rest of the guys blast a hole through or a way through so that he can get to where he needs to go. He seems to know where he's going. Yeah, it's the fucking giant glass pen on the top that you can see the fucking spiral You couldn't in. see through the clouds, could you? I thought no, you had no, to burst above the clouds to get to it. No, I no, he saw it. Did he just when he went it? up for the finger bit and he's like <laughs> smashing <laughs> When he went up for on the finger. On a first date, <laughs> <laughs> Don't go up for the finger. <laughs> he literally went up that first time and they were like, there he is. And he's inside a fucking glass greenhouse on the top looking at him. You can see him and it's like, oh, there he is. There's well, the Spiral King. They thrust Dai Gunzen with all their might into the glass head. Um, and this is when we lose Dai Gunzen. Well, I thought they were going into the finger thing. And it smashed into it. But sort of blows his arm to pieces and... Yeah, sort of. Well, it smashes into that arm thing, blows up the finger. They self-destruct. Yeah, blows up, destroys the finger, and he gets through. Well, the the, the explosion travels along the arm, and you see, like, internal explosions. And he ends up getting inside to the Spiral King, and Viral is also there. Who... (laughs) Viral then confronts Simon and is like, you can't fight the, the Spiral King, you must fight me first. I am much stronger now. I have been changed. 
I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be a big fight. <laughs> yeah. uh, fuck off, was there? He loses instantly, and the Spiral King is just like, uh, you yeah, yeah you're, you're a storyteller. Yeah, yeah, you're here to tell and recount my story of my victory over these. Does this make the Spiral King the Witcher? Maybe. It's what, ju- and he's the bard? Yeah, <laughs> that's what he is. This is when the Spiral King gives his speech about the fact that he's actually protecting the world. And he is doing what he's doing because it's helping guard humanity. He still sounds like an asshole when he says it. Of course he does. Yeah, just he like, is an asshole. He's just like, humans don't deserve to be on the surface. They need to stay underground so they can be protected from themselves. What? Well, Simon doesn't listen, which angers the Spiral King, who decides to get in his own gunman, which is... Ungur and Lagan. All of the six women around him <laughs> turn into spirals. <laughs> well, they sucked do into a spiral. No, and... It's weird, because they don't even scream. They're just like... Ah. <laughs> I'm like... Mm? <laughs> 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 oh, oh, hey. What's going on in there? <laughs> um, hello. <laughs> That's throwing you a bit, hasn't it? Are you good? Furiously looking for why he's put tidy in his notes. <laughs> it, get, it gets to the point where he does the big drill move again and he throws it at the Spiral King's gunman. And Giga it, drill. It, yeah. it just, he bites the end of the drill off with the gigantic gnashes that are in the middle of his body. Happens. But Simon won't give up. He's gone too far now. To run away, you can't run away at this point at all, can no. you? It's it's do or die at this point. I mean, what's the point? You've literally just destroyed dying guns and... So his idea is to separate. So he breaks away um, and remains in the little headpiece. The, bo- the bottom gets absolutely fucking destroyed. In no, a that's got... Uh, a, a, Roisian, 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 or something like that. He nearly gets penetrated, doesn't he? Steady. And uh, it it can't. It it nips him, but doesn't quite get him. Well, he does destroy the body, though, doesn't he? He's like, ah, beats that thing. Ah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gurun is gone. It's just Lagan that's left. Yeah. Then they do that, like, you know when animes do like a fist on fist thing and like there's the big explosions around both of them. Same oh, as like Dragon Dragon Ball Z <laughs> when the two power meet. They bounce off. The Kamehameha's meet and stuff Kamehameha. like that. Kamehameha. That's it. We get that moment again where Lagan's little drill meets the ginormous drill of the Spiral King. He's like, you try beat my power with this tiny drill, I'll beat the shit out of you. He literally climbs out of the gunman. <laughs> this like, looks it fucking cracks. cool as shit, though, right? It cracks. He cracks the fucking gunman, and he's like, oh, I shouldn't have let I'll a fucking do gunman it do it. He climbs out and bare-knuckle boxes the fucking fuck, gunman. Just the way that he gets out and then walks down, anti-gravity. I'm like, you mad, badass motherfucker. He just bare knuckle boxes Simon in his gunman. Well, he just beats the shit out of the fucking gunman. Yeah, beats the living shit out of it, rips its arms off. He's about to kill Simon. Yeah, and 100%. all of a sudden, Simon. Well, he's s- like, You're a puny human. You need to go back to where you were from. And he's like, There's nothing you could have done to be even beat me. And Th- this like, is the most fun I've had in ages. Thank you for that. Yeah. Then Simon. 
stabs him with the little tiny spiral key that he had. Which erupts in a massive... It doesn't extend or anything like that, does it? No, it just, he turns on the no, ignition. Just, just explodes. Turns on the ignition. Yeah, yeah. He turns on the spiral king. He turns yeah. on the spiral king. <laughs> well, no, I think all the power... I think all the power that was inside the key gets... Well, burst out into the spiral king. It blows a ginormous hole in him. Yup. And he turns to Simon and he says... You will regret winning this battle. He says, I will leave you with this word, though. The moon will destroy the world of the spiral. When the human population on the surface reaches a million. And then he dies. Well, he falls off the edge. He falls he? off the edge. Nia makes a half-assed attempt to stop him. Yeah. Dad, no. <laughs> he's, he's gone. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> Father, help. <laughs> Nia, help. Could you imagine? Yeah. Nia, help me. Gone. Everyone starts to celebrate, and episode 15 ends with a very beautiful sunset. It does. So we ended that arc of Gurren Lagann. Obviously, we didn't finish Gurren Lagann. We've ended the arc where we felt it was necessary. It's a natural cut-off point. Yeah, so we've agreed that, like, if there is a demand for us to finish this, then we would consider doing a one-off episode of nine, reviewing the last nine episodes of this. How many if there's fake a demand. accounts can we set up? <laughs> we won't need to for Gurren Lagann. So, Having said that, we've had people ask for Space Dandy Season 2 and it's not happened. Yet, we've got... Yes. Stuff in the works. It's not happened. Yeah. So it needs like, to happen. People yeah, have asked for it. If we get one person, if we get a lot They're of big, people, <laughs> if we get, What's up, Mitch? if we get, if we get a big ask for this, then we're happy to finish it. Let us know on any of the socials, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or just jump on the Discord and have a chat. We with have us. we, we have a channel for requests. Yeah. So pop in there and throw it in, or any other show. So fifteen episodes, the end of that arc. What are our final thoughts on Gurren Lagann? I'll let you go first, Grayson. This is fucking amazing. Every inch of this is fucking amazing. The artwork's amazing. The soundtrack is fucking... Mm. Artwork's dated. It's not as bad as some other things from that era. It holds up enough that it's good enough still. I don't think anime artwork is going to get much better without changing the art style itself. Yeah, and they're and never going to do that. They'll never fucking do that. Mm-hmm. They've tried that. Appleseed did that with yeah. Mechazoo. It's yeah. fucking no, awful. That's fair. I think it's at the beginning of what is the new art style for anime. The new standard. Yeah, it was. So it survived. It it does show the generation it's from. And a lot of the content shows the generation it's from as well. Yeah. Because if you didn't watch anime around that time and before that, a lot of this goes over your head and it seems like a standalone thing with a lot of things that are out of context, when really it is just they throw tropes in on purpose. No, I agree. I picked up on a lot of the little bits and pieces that they threw in. But it's just, it's a good show. It's a good, fun show. It doesn't take itself seriously. It's not not gripping or anything like that. I was gripped because of certain characters and even when Carmina left which was the main one we all fucking came for yep. even when he left it was still I was still invested that I wanted to finish it and see where it went I think when you get eight or nine episodes in when he's gone 
you're far enough in to say I will finish this. Well, anyway. You get to tell you that to, to How Not to Summon a Demon Lord season two. You get to episode eight when he goes. And then you go, well, I want to see what happens. To and you go on to the 20 episodes. Well, no, you stick around for nine to see if he actually genuinely is yeah. dead. Then you go then to Then you stick around and are like, well, Simon's in this rut now, so let's see if he gets out of this rut. Then he gets fucking weird and stupid. It gets weirder. Look, this is a... <laughs> he has, you, you think we're weird now. It has yeah. nothing but repetition. Yeah. Yeah. General what, comes along. General loses runs. General comes along. General loses runs. General comes along. Yeah. General loses loses. Nine episodes. Yeah. Any other anime, episodes, any right. other anime, you would have turned around and gone. This repetition is boring. Yeah, but the different mechs and everything—it it makes it kind of. I fun. don't like mechs, so I doesn't... know you don't. It, that makes it kind of fun. The speeches are what really make this show. Even ones from enemies, I'm like, because they are so bad, but they're written to be bad. They're yeah. not written to be these massive, influential artwork pieces. They're written to take the fucking piss, and they do that. If you're taking this show seriously, you're watching it wrong. Am I alright? My turn. Go nuts. Yep. Uh, so you get two different views from me. So the view of watching it now. So we did exactly the same with Pokemon. So nostalgia view. So this was my first anime to get me into anime. I love it for the nostalgia version. The fact that I can go back and be like, ah, oh, yeah, I love fucking all this stuff that's going on. Yoko, still Bay, still one of the top number in me fucking uh, of I, I, anime granted, girls. she is one of the top anime girls you're going to get, even today. Yup. Top anime girls, still love her. She's fucking great. She had loads of tropes. Really, the only thing I would say is I still love the mech fighting, still love the over-the-top action. All that was great. That's my nostalgia view. Coming and looking at it now, and looking at what I've watched of mechs since, the story dissipates, and it does have a lot of um, the trope of what you're on about, where it's like, ah, we've got a bad enemy, well, all I've got to do is scream louder, and ah, oh, I've overcome it. I don't mind that, because that's what this is, it's a trope of... And you watch Attack on Titan. Mm, no, because if that I scream, work. I will win. It doesn't work like that, though. It does it? for the first season. Mm. Ang- anger know. doesn't help him. Ang- anger anger work. actually makes no. it worse. Yeah, yeah. But it's still the scream, and I will fucking push. Yeah, maybe. It but... becomes annoying, and it's a, it yeah. does. They know that they're annoying when they do it in. Yeah, this but show. that's why they toned Aaron down. Yeah, attack as they go through, they knew the first couple of seasons they made him a bit too annoying with the shouting and that, and they told they really railed like reined that back. But what I mean is, like, for this to be the standalone show, I still love it for that. Like, I'll I'll go and I'll be like, yeah, fuck, you know, do the incredible, beat the invisible, roll, roll, fight the power, shit, fucking love it because I'll still enjoy all of that stuff. But trying to look at this from more of a review of show at this time that I've seen it doesn't beat Alden Zero for me for mechs there's a better story with that sort of mech than this one um, it doesn't stand up yeah. against things that we've perhaps doesn't stand previously up scored against as well. some things that we've also scored I do enjoy like Kamana I do enjoy the characters and stuff like that but actually, the story doesn't hold as much as the characters. So the characters make this more 
than the story does. Look, one of the biggest mistakes they made, back shelf in Yoko. Yes. After eight. Yeah. After eight episodes, they put her and on the back shelf. Her. They keep her there. Yeah. Let's not make a mistake. They keep her there. And that Until was that was the one of the biggest errors even, they made. Even the final, after the city and everything, and they mm. call her back, she still turns into... She doesn't go back to being the Yoko we had for the no. first eight episodes. She She's goes different. back to being the Yoko we just had until the death of the Spiral King. The cheerleader, I've got one good job in me, and hopefully it's me. I enjoyed the OVA of her. Uh, right. The one where it actually goes into her life. Yeah, it's like, okay. That's actually better and gives you a bit more insight. It's okay. They, they shouldn't have backshelved her. Yeah, no, they shouldn't they have. Shouldn't have. Lo- they, they, they gave you um, all the fan service in two episodes, and it was very odd that they decided to do that to then not offer that up anymore. No, I kind of liked the fact I, that they were like, here's the fan service, and then they went, but here's this badass character yeah, that does all these Yeah, they pull the rug bits. out from under you, well, and f- I think I'm it's done on her, purpose. Yeah, but I'm fine with her being a badass character, but if you're going to supply a tiny bit of fan service, you, you leave it consistent throughout. I think that's that's the, the, the joke. Mm. A lot of these are going to be... A lot of it is jokes. This is a comedy. Yeah, it is. And the comedy is those things. That's the comedy part, is the piss taste thrusting that in your face and then go ah but I think fuck it w- you I think it was a mistake yeah I think it was a mistake with the character as well personally yeah a great character that you back shelved and you lot you missed out on yeah making her great I enjoyed Yoko in the first six episodes from episode eight when bro dies she be- gets back shelved and I'm just like but she's she has so much yeah she she, she has so much of a story because of what's happened to her since or from that you really should have an arc for her you don't you no, don't get nothing. that arc her, her arc is giving up yeah that's her arc it's as soon and as Carmen dies a she cheerleader. just she literally just takes a back seat the fuck she fighting for she says it herself after every death that they lost at Littner it didn't matter. This one did. Yeah, and that's what I'm on that's about. That's her like, arc. It's not that it doesn't exist. It's that something hit her so hard that she couldn't push anymore. I find it odd that a man she was only with for a few weeks yeah. had that much of an impact yeah. that lasted the rest of her life. Me too. Don't get me wrong. And she finds a different calling. She doesn't fight anymore. She becomes a teacher. Yeah, she, but she could still things. find love. And she, she goes Very to odd. fight another day mm. one more time. Yeah. But... Yeah, it, it seems a waste of a character to disappear fully yep. like that. I get the recluse part, and I even if she didn't fall in love again, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because I'm this is supposed that. to be that, you know, hyper really, the, the hyper stupid version of yeah. normal anime characters, and that's what you've got to look at this show as. They're not normal anime characters, they're hyped up versions to the point where you're mocking them. I would have, I would have had her either with Simon in the end or with. Somebody random and or, actually had her own family. Yeah. Or just point her at things and happy. get her to yeah. fight. Happy would have been really good. happy. She actually, ma- genuinely happy. Why she's, she's content. Why doesn't she end? dump her time into something else instead of it becoming this invisible person that pops up every now and then? Yeah. Why isn't she leading Rubbish. a team? Yeah. Why isn't she training a special unit? They to could do have what their own generals. Does? They could have their own yeah. generals, and she exactly. could be the head general. I mean, they do later on. They do eventually. But yeah. she's not one, and yeah. she could have had her own team. People she trained to fight like her. She's the only one that gets up close and personal with with gunmen that doesn't have a fucking gunman. Yeah. Yeah. Why aren't they training a unit to fight like her and put her at the head of it? Yeah. 
But from 8 to 15, she almost essentially becomes a burden. Yeah. Because we have the episode where Simon has to keep saving her. Yeah. She becomes more of a burden than anything else and a very quiet cheerleader. Yeah. Also, just going back and looking at it as an overview, for me, love the music. Works really well with the exact anime that we're in. Love the cutscenes. Cutscenes. The great. amount of cutscenes we have where it's just like the art anime. The anime art of just like this is what yeah. I would imagine are breaks. The title card things. Yeah, title card pieces which are just like breaks, I would imagine. Yeah. But really nice actually. Really good touch. The music did what we've spoken about before on other episodes where for me, didn't pay any attention, but yeah, it fit what was going on, which is which is fine, which That's is great. That's a good soundtrack. That's great yeah. because you're like, you pay no attention to the music because it's just fitting in with with but it the sets situation. The mood. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Not it doesn't stand music out. No, me, no song music stands for me out. In this stood out so uh, much. But the intro it didn't for so me. much. The intro for me was actually probably thinking about it when I watched this first time. The Great Hook. Because yeah. I was like, fuck, this is. is like really active, even, really good anime. Even Rara Fight the Power yeah. is such a stupid song. Yep. It's like a, it's a pop boppy song. Nope. It's but, an opera slash rap. Yeah, I know. But it gets stuck in your head like a stupid pop yep. song. <laughs> because even though it doesn't make sense and the lyrics are fucking stupid, yep. it, you can't help but, but you get it twice every time you hear it, you go, Rara Fight the Power. Yeah. You only hear it twice in the entire anime, and that is one when he's fighting the end of fifteen, yeah, yeah, and then at the end of the entire series, which is a waste. It's a full version of this song with the opera singer. is phenomenal, especially in the last fight. They do the full. Sorry, we will play this at the end of this episode. We're going a bit over OT. You are, yeah, because we're only up to fifteen. It's going too far, but actually, that song. They really should have played it more. Yeah. Because it gets a full play at the end of 29 in the big fight against the fucking universe. Yeah. And it's so good, but it's underused. Anyway, but looking at it as, as a whole, I enjoy this. I can watch it. I can watch it again. It's something that I wouldn't actively go out of my way to watch all the time, but actually it's nice to go back to. And it's almost like a... Oh yeah, that's what I was. I, I watched first, and oh, actually, it's still really good for what it was at the time. But actually, now I've watched what I would say different types and different genres, which I'm more into than the mix and stuff like I'm that. Not, I'm not a mech yeah. guy. I'm really fucking not. But this is an exception. There's only two mechs that I've ever watched, and it's this one. And it's Aldo Zero. And this one comes behind Aldo Zero in terms of storyline, in terms of quite a lot of the actual things. So I would rate this lower than what I would rate Aldo Zero. Okay. Which which leads us into ratings. Yeah. What do you think, by the way? You haven't really said anything. No, I've said what I needed to say. I, I don't like mechs. I felt like Yoko was underused yeah. massively. Simon annoyed me most of the show with his moaning. Um, and Bro was fine. Absolutely fine. Didn't get like the impact that everyone else seems to have had from his death. I was like, okay, he's dead. Fair enough. Wasn't bothered by him. Nobody else stood out character-wise. Uh, the mechanic was kind of funny. Again, though, disappears. 
Yeah, again, disappeared. Yeah. I think he could have cropped up. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see tons of him, but I think he could have cropped up a bit Roshan more. Roshan had more of a fucking dominant yeah. feature than and a lot of the other characters, sad. which was sad because he was a nothing. But why, why make this over... I get what he is, is the over-sexualized character that makes everything sexual. He's Master Roshu from Dragon yeah. Ball, and, you know, he's Dandy from Space Dandy, where yeah. everything's turned sexual, but they yeah. flipped on his head and made it about dudes. Yeah. Yes. That's what his character is. I just wanted to see more of it because it was funny. Yeah. It is funny. Like the, the, the like... voice actor's great. The way that he looks is great. And even the way they animated him, where he is just kind of squirmy, it's kind of yeah. good. I liked, I liked the Spiral King. Didn't Spiral. mind him. I voice him as, a bad guy, as a bad guy, I thought he was good. I wanted more of How... him, though. No, I, I, liked, I, liked, I liked the mystery. Yeah, I liked the whole hidden fact that he dies and he's like, actually, I was actually doing good, not bad. I like that because that leaves a little bit of, well, hold on a minute, more shit's coming their way. Fair enough. It does lead very nicely into the next. All the mech stuff, fucking hate. Cannot stand it. Mech fights are uh, portrayed the exact same in every fucking mech or any clip of a mech fucking anime I've ever seen. All the fighting, whenever there's a big fight, you just see little popping explosions here, there and everywhere where somebody's blowing up. Fucking shit. All mech fights are shit. They're not entertaining in any way. They all go the same way. Like, there's all this obscene fucking weapon comes out of nowhere and destroys. I, I'm I'm not for that. Again, that's the joke. Not for that's it. what. So it's not a joke though because be other mechs do that. Yeah, they do do that. They do. That's the point. That's why they did it. Everything so, in here is supposed to be a trope, yeah. and they know that it's a yeah. trope. That's why they put it there. But for me, I just one? was like, that's the same as any other. If mech. this show Can I was just... this show without. And they said, no, this is a serious show. You yeah. need to pay attention to the story. You really need to fall in love yeah. with, with the writing here. It's shit. Yeah. But because they know it's a joke, because they go, no, we're going to lean really heavy into every trope that you've ever seen so far, it it bumps it up to the point where it, it's like, no, we get but you more, taking the more piss. Of more, more of Ron. More of Ron. More jokes like that. More of Yoko and not back shelfing her and stuff like that. You might have made it funnier. Yeah, definitely. Ron would have done that a fantastic job of being Yoko funnier. would have as well, though. Exactly. A, more, a little bit more of Yoko and fan a service proper, would have made it funnier. Proper Yoko. Awkward, situa- awkward situations Yoko. with Yoko and stuff like that would have been funnier. Yeah. They would have gave you that little bit of a, a, little bit of a titter they and a tried. giggle. They tried. Do you know where it ends? now and then they Do you know tried. where it ends? It ends after the bath, bath one. Because we have the whole thing of them going before into the, eight, before yeah. eight, because Yoko's not really prevalent, uh, prevalent in that's eight where either, it is ends. she? Because so, Carmen's not there to deliver the, yeah. the lines, Yoko's not there to deliver the punchline. Yeah, and she's and not there a, to deliver fan service situations yeah. because it's not. They right try for the mood it once that they're setting. on the beach with um, the blonde guy. Yeah, but they Kirk, they, Kirk, they Kirk. almost they almost kill that themselves by it, doing yeah. what they do, and, and it doesn't and really work. Giving her that it was so bikini. Close. Yeah, they they shut it down. And I yeah, and I like that. But it was when they they tried to make that same get the fuck out of the way thunder thighs thing with with blonde guy to have the same reaction. Yeah, and he just doesn't deliver Deliver. it. Whether it's the voice actor, uh, they don't want to carbon copy the character. Which if you, I get because why not just they do in the obviously one, but yeah. They needed that plot to so they needed that plot yeah, to No, his his death serves well and it's done really well. The only thing is, right, I agree with you. Like the fact that they overdo the mix and stuff like that. And I agree with you on what you've said as well, Sheenie, about the fact that 
you don't like mech fights because they go way too over the top. Yeah. Like there's always an additional piece to what they're doing. Do you know what? I'll only put this in here now because it kind of fits with what you're saying. And this is why I like Alden Noah Zero and it's the only other one I've ever watched, right? They don't do the fucking over-the-top mech, there's always something bigger. What they do is they give them this fucking basic mech and then the guy that's running that fucking basic mech goes, right, what's the other one got as its strengths? Where's its weaknesses? That's fine. And it, it does that and it forces him to use their weaknesses. And there's some really it's fucking good fights. Where the thing is, look, yeah. look, I just have no interest in giant fighting robots with people inside. Full stop. I've never really liked them. I watched Gundam. I've I, got yeah. no interest you in should, that. You should have a look. It was terrible. I don't care for fighting robots. I, I watched... Oh, mind you, saying that, the, the Hugh Jackman film... One of the best films I've ever seen. Real Steel. Real Steel. Fucking love that film. It's right? a That's terrible quite, movie. It is amazing. It's Rock right? and Sock and Robots, the movie. It's amazing. Hugh Jackman's fucking brilliant it's Rocky in it. Rocky, the movie. Hugh Jackman is brilliant in it, but... Anyway, that's the only fighting robots I've Rocky ever Sock and Robots. It's Rocky Sock and Robots. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get on to our final ratings yeah, of this. Fair. Grayson, you can start. Um, it's an eight and a half. It's not massively anywhere near going to be the highest score on this show. But the show itself, forgetting nostalgia, is still an eight and a half. If I was going to drive on nostalgia, this would be fucking near a ten. Because I fell in love with this when it fucking came out. This this rallied me so hard it got me so back into anime. You put this level with Sword Art. I'd put this level with Sword Art for what nostalgia? No, no, no. no. It, just as a score, I'd level, put it with, Sword level with Sword Art. I would. It was never going to be better than Sword Art, but you, it's got the same watchability as a whole as Sword Art does as a whole. Would you give eight and a half? Eight and a half. I would say, um, nostalgia wise. It's getting an eight and a half for me. It's not the best thing I've ever watched, but it got me into things like this. And I actually thought, oh, fuck, this is actually quite good. I'll watch another one. It's the next one that really got me into it. And you know what it was? It was Kill, Kill the Kill. Kill. And that's fucking OG level for me. But Kill the Kill comes under that same type of comedy. Yeah, but it's... It's done better yeah, in Kill the Kill. Yeah, it's done better. There's actually a backstory and actually plot and shit like that. Yeah. It actually is. It only goes proper over the top of the last fucking but two But it's still episodes. a lot of screaming, a lot of announcing, a lot of... Yeah. And and talking and while well, fighting and stuff. Yeah. But, but it does it, it better. It does it better. And that's why I've given this one, I think, myself, I'm going to knock a point off of it and I'll go for a 7.5 for this one. From just a pure review. It's, it's in the right ballpark, yeah. Just it's from right a basic review from me... Without the nostalgia, it's a 7.5 for me. It makes more sense. It's got a lot of things that it does well. It just doesn't hit the right beats when you're looking for a full review of it. Here we go. <laughs> right. For me, um, bang average anime. Bang average down the middle five. Okay. It wasn't, I expected less, if I'm honest. I expected less. It wasn't terrible. Well. Was nowhere near great. Bang average, five down the middle. Fair enough. So what the fuck are we going to give this? Because we've got a fucking... Should we settle on a seven? Yeah, seven makes sense. It's your 8.5, your five. Don't get me wrong. Had you guys have come in here and said like nine and nine, I would have turned around and said two just to drag the fucking score down. 
no, this is you'd... never getting near a nine. No. It's not that good. What this show is really good at is taking anyone that likes cartoons or modern movies and wants to try something different. You go, you need to try this because it'll give them a perfect example of what anime is but it won't give them the best show they've ever seen. Yep. It, it will give, give them the... something that they will want to watch. They'll laugh at. They'll go, that was cool. They'll enjoy. Yeah. Which is exactly what this show does. Yeah. When yeah. you... So... He's if, doing fucking math. If you work time. it out, you add it up, you divide it by the three of us, it comes out at a seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's Makes where sense. it belongs. And it's where it belongs. It's where it's it belongs. It's not the greatest... But it's not bad. Worked out between us. We give it a seven. We all settled on seven. Yeah. yeah. Seven. I'm not going to argue with the seven. So no. Gurren Lagan gets a Summoning Boys seven out of ten. And on that note, it's time for us to chuff off. All you summoners can join us next time where we will be reviewing episode one to six. Jim is already excited. Episode <laughs> one to six of The World God Only Knows. Fuck, I'm looking forward to this one. All you summoners can join us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at How Not to Summon, or you can join our Discord at How Not to Summon a Podcast. I've been Sheenie Senpai. I've been Jim. I've been Grayson. See you later. Bye. Tara. Later, bro. <laughs> <laughs>